0: What's up, guys? This is episode number 14, the Lucy goosey Friday episode. Today, we're going to get into some car troubles because the last month, it seems like, we've had car troubles, so we're going to dive into that. <laughs> also, we're going to go into the Sixers' next few games, all home games, and yes, Dame Lillard will be here in Philadelphia. Not as a Sixer, but as a trailblazer. Next, we'll do the Thursday Night Football Review, then a look back at our... NFL preseason predictions. We're gonna see how wrong Rob was. Then we'll go into our Week Eight picks, our TTP, and we'll end the episode with our top five Sixers jerseys and the wins and losses. But first, here's a word from our sponsor.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome. Alan Lazard, Devonte Adams, listening to this episode in quarantine. It's Episode 14 of the PA Turn Pod. Joelle hey. is laughing already. <laughs> Joined as always by Joel the King. I am Rob. We wanna thank oops. We wanna thank everybody for tuning in. Episode 14, one of our Lucy goosey Friday episodes. Um we are actually well, it's the sun is down. I was gonna say we were recording prior to sundown, but to no avail this week. How are you? I'm pretty good. This is a rare the first time
0: we're recording on a Friday and it's not eleven PM or anything like it's, that. It's not off. almost Saturday. It's not almost Saturday. You don't look like you're like half awake or like you sound like you woke up. Yeah. So it's good. I haven't had a beer or anything, but uh, I'm good, excited. How about you, sir? How are you doing? Oh, what is that, sir? It, it
1: is a beer. It is
0: a beer. I'm doing Before all right.
1: Speak, speaking of looks like, uh, what's the fit tonight on uh, <laughs> PHRPod episode all 14?
0: Right. This I found at TJ Maxx. People sleep on TJ Maxx, <laughs> but this, my friend, says, Soñador, Spanish for dreamers. That's all it says. That's it. There's a nice beige hoodie that says Soñador, which means dreamers. That might really ruffle weird. some feathers with the, the right wing people, but uh I'm I'm you know, we're dreamers. I don't know.
1: Not not right wings like uh Travis Konechny and um uh, Cam Atkinson, right? Never, never know those people. Those are left wing guys. I would think. I don't know. Who are those people? <laughs> no idea. Um, tonight I'm, I'm going with, in honor of the Eagles getting smacked by the Raiders on this past Sunday. Jesus and Marshawn Lynch's um, wonderful appearance on Monday Night Football with Eli and Peyton Manning. I got my Marshawn Lynch Raiders jersey on today, one of my favorite jerseys that I own. Um, I like when that. we do top five football jerseys, so a little teaser, we're doing top five Sixers jerseys tonight.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We're probably going to do top five football jerseys at some point. Uh, this will almost definitely be on there. I mean, that is the most vintage one of all time the right it, it's just perfect yeah
0: and i'm a sucker for black anyway so there's just some yeah. bias in there too but it's perfect
1: i'm actually not a huge fan not to get off track but i'm actually not a huge fan of all the black jerseys that exist now like i think it makes sense for some teams but um so i follow a page on twitter and i'm uh, i'm actually a member of uh, the uni watch people or whatever i got like a little oh card out so <laughs> it, it they actually said what to do is a tweet out any like weird things that they notice about uniforms like Hey, Derek Carr's got a different font on his jersey compared to someone else, um, but they... What a they, loser. Oh, my goodness. Not but you, the guy but... that runs that page, yeah. The guy that runs that page will call jerseys BFBS, and it's black for black sake, which is what he <laughs> usually calls, like, the uh, like the Cardinals black jersey, or uh, who's another good one? Like, the Celtics black jersey, Like, black jerseys that don't make sense, given the team and what they kind of look like. Like, the Eagles make sense, the Flyers make sense, the Sixers don't. Like, teams that have black jerseys that don't make sense. So, I'm actually on board with that, too. Like, what would you do if the Seahawks came out with a black jersey? Like, you'd be like, oh, that's cool, but it's stupid, right? It doesn't make sense because the logo, the color is not anything
0: black in it. Maybe the eyeball. Yeah, so why don't the
1: Sixers have a black jersey last year?
0: (laughs) That, I don't know. That, I... Black is such a popular color, and you can match it pretty much with... Anybody can rock black.
1: Yeah, and it's cool to have a blackout, like, in the stadium that would like, be sick. Like, Penn, like Penn state does the white out. Yeah. And, um, somebody does like the maze. I was it like Nebraska or something or Iowa does the yellow, they call it the maze out or something like that. I mean, Pitt. the, the Steelers like have that with the towel. That's yeah. about it. Seeing those wave around. Called, uh, yeah. I love that. They're called terrible towels. <laughs> I don't know what's well, so terrible about it. I don't know. They're good towels. This is the first time we've done two episodes in a week, uh, in quite a while. And, uh, Wow. Yeah. Car troubles. Car troubles. You want to go
0: first? You want me to go first? Dude, I am fed up with my car. (laughs) Like, we almost didn't record last episode because I was on my way from work, speeding as always, and this time I just casually hit the brake and I can hear my car just, I'm like, this better not just fucking die on me right at the light. And of course it did. Like, all the lights went on, car shuts off, and it's in drive. I'm like, all right. Turned it off, cranked it back on. I'm like, all right, turn back on. I go to the, I proceed to go to the next light. Of course, it hits red, and then it stops. I'm like, oh, this has got to be, you got to be joking me now. Get to the next light, same thing. At that point, when it when it was gonna do it for the fourth time, I said, f it, floor it. I passed every red light, which was only like four, to get to my house, because I was like, you know what, I'm not getting stuck in the road. I'm trying to go home. I worked seven days.
1: And I just finished a 13-hour shift. I'm done. I'm going home. Yeah. Yeah, Now, people out there wondering if Joel is being reckless. You got to keep in mind, he gets done work at what, like 10 o'clock, 10.30 at night? I go in at 2 p.m., but I leave my house
0: at 11.30 a.m. because I commute to Philadelphia, and that traffic is garbage at that time. So I start at 2, do my 2 to 10, 8 hours, and then I get in the parking lot, I'd leave about 10.10, if that. And then from there, i get home around 11.30 average. Is it really that
1: far? So you live Atlantic City?
0: Yeah, but I don't take the expressway all the time because the tolls are just ridiculous. Yeah. But if I really need to get home or I'm just like, fuck it, I'm just going to have to use my Easy Pass. then yeah, I'll do the expressway. But it's only 15 minutes faster than going Route 40 or 72. I gotcha. Like going down Williamstown. It's only 15 minutes that's the difference. If it was like half an hour, for sure I would do that. But it's only fifteen minutes.
1: You're spending an easy
0: like pass, right? Yeah, but it's but I'm spending either a buck twenty five in one exit to then go on Black Horse Pike to go all the way down, or yeah. I'm going all the way down. and I'm paying close to seven dollars to get home a night if I did the express plus, way.
1: Plus, you got to keep in mind all the gas and everything exactly
0: so it's like ridiculous yeah. uh and then so my car is just at its last legs so it's got me to point a to point b thus far for like about yeah. two plus years now but that the first time my car had issues and i was just like all right fuck this <laughs> it was like we're not recording
1: yeah um, and then i had the same thing. i actually i worked in jersey three days almost actually right around a year ago we're right at my anniversary of filling in in uh in jersey yeah i worked on monday wednesday and then another monday and uh one of our stores in laurel springs you familiar with that area no it's like south here i filled in there Uh, i got reimbursed for the tolls i would imagine your work probably doesn't do that for you not at all you just gotta eat it yep um so i had car trouble two weeks ago i believe two wednesdays ago we were going to record and yeah so this is a fun story, um, not for any of my coworkers because I work in a health foods industry and I was <laughs> eating Popeyes. But uh, so your niece and I ordered Popeyes on Uber Eats one night because we were just looking for something to eat and I knew I had to record. So we were just looking for something simple, and they were they were like legit missing like half the food on Uber Eats. So I was like, this is a this is annoying. So I get, I go, I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to reorder it because it's going to show up too late. I'm going to be recording by the time it, it'll get here. We live 10 minutes from Popeye's. I'll just drive there. So I go outside, I put my car or my key in the ignition and it turns on for a second and then nothing. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, I couldn't even get the key out of the ignition. I'd use a screwdriver to get it out. Really? I'm like, this sucks. Yeah. I got a bunch of stuff in my car and I need to get out of the car. I'm like, we don't have AAA. We literally signed up for AAA that night so they could tow us. And, uh, I text one of my buddies. I'm like, I'm like locked in my car. So my, my friend and his brother came out and they, they, they had like a battery charger and they tried to get it going and they charged it as best that could that we couldn't get the car to start.
0: Couldn't Long jump it either.
1: No. So it was, I want to say this, this had to be like six o'clock. Cause we were re- We were ready to record like around six thirty, I believe it's like six o'clock cause I just got home.
0: Yeah. And I had, uh, I had Raquel. She yeah. was there. And we're like, all right, we might do like a hockey thing. And then you literally was like having car troubles. I'm gonna try to get on. And I literally was like, dude, there's no shot in hell you're well, gonna get on. So, I told you like relax, just you gonna you're gonna be knee deep in that car. It turns yeah. out you didn't text me back until either later that night, like midnight, or the next day. Yeah, yeah so my, so into yeah. It. yeah
1: yeah. My buddy came out. He's like, oh, we'll just charge the battery to be fine. I'm like, all right, fine, that's fine. I'll go to work the next day. I'll drop my car off after that, and I'll be fine. And it wound up not working. Actually, no, I didn't have. So I had work the next day, but not the following day. I was going to drop the car off at like Pep Boys or something, get the battery replaced. Cost me whatever two hundred bucks, and I'll be good. Turns out none of that happened. It was six o'clock, and I got towed at I believe twelve thirty eight in the morning. They yeah, came out. Late. This guy was like on speed. I thought he was stealing my car. My <laughs> buddies and I were following him. He was blowing every light on the way from pretty much on Byberry Road all the way across the boulevard, like Southampton Road, across the boulevard to Boston. And we like. By the time we got to the mechanic, he had already gotten the car off of the uh, the tow truck, <laughs> and also so he parked in front of the bay door, which my mechanic always calls the next morning is like, hey, the township's gonna find me if you don't move your car. I'm like, it's eight thirty, I can't get there by eight forty, so I had to eat the the like the forty dollar fine or whatever he said he got, but I got it fixed, and then the next day your niece was dropping her car off at uh to get it inspected at the exact same place so i was in a crap situation so i had to drive her to school the next day so if i didn't have my car i would have felt like a jerk For but yeah context. that's why we didn't record a few weeks ago yeah
0: i mean that car troubles when they happen your whole world is shook now just like money yeah. time is just all in into that and then oh yeah
1: not knowing what the actual issue is Literally the day I got paid, I get paid on Wednesdays every two Wednesdays, and I got paid that, that day, and I spent like six hundred bucks like that same week on my car.
0: Your car chose violence on that day. Like now, you're spending your money on me. This, uh, not your, not your little yeah. girlfriend, not your little dog, nothing. Yeah. You're spending it on me, for context's
1: sake. Um, I was referred to Joel's niece. Joelle's niece is my girlfriend.
0: <laughs> Yeah, and for context, uh, she's a teacher. So when he dropped her off at school,
1: yeah, she's not not (laughs) ten. Yeah, I'm allowed within fifty feet of her school. Um, (laughs) Yeah, she's a teacher. Yeah, a pretty good one at that. Fun, fun. All right, sir. Uh, Uh, Do you have any mailbag questions? Because that was the next thing I want to jump into before we jump into the Sixers. Let me check. My got one on the Instagram. And it's a yeah we got one on Instagram and it's a very inside joke. Is it? Yeah. Oh, we actually get two. Um. Okay, so we got a good one. I think I don't know if this is disingenuous, but uh. I didn't get uh, one on my side, but. uh, So we got one from uh, on the on the actual Instagram account, my buddy Zach. Yeah. He asks. I'm gonna pose this to you. (laughs) Why me? uh, Uh, Do girls get more attention in a funny Halloween costume or a sexy one? I want to preface this by saying no sexy Halloween costume is actually sexy. You just look like slutty. How dare you, sir? Like, oh, look, I'm a slutty Bob the Builder. Like, no, go fuck yourself.
0: (laughs) And that's my dad in the background. Uh, (laughs) I don't know if it bled through. Yeah, (laughs) he's just bleeding through. (laughs) We'll get him on. Um, What'd you call it? Uh, to answer his question, I think a sexy one slash slutty one, because it's just sex sells. Like, yeah, you see a funny one, it's like, oh shit, that's pretty funny. But you know, there's almost every girl basically has like some kind of like sexy slash slutty kind of outfit. So it's like, there goes Benny. <laughs> yeah, who outdoes who? Noise. You know, who outdoes who? It's, it's just it's like his turn. Oh look, two nurses. One's more slutty than the other. <laughs> but uh for me both of them because like it's a costume it's like oh who did who did uh, this person female or male take the time to actually dress up and what came out with it when yeah. you get a, like an anomaly or something like this outside the box instead of the nurse police and whatever is the the hottest thing like I bet you squid game it's gonna be all over the place on halloween so um, i mean give me something different that's what uh, Well,
1: here's something different. When I was in high school, freshman year, there was a kid that got in trouble because he dressed up as a penis on Halloween. <laughs> it, it was just like a trash bag with like two other trash bags around his feet. And there's actually a page on Facebook called like the Central High School Penis Man, and <laughs> no it's just a picture of him. I'll, <laughs> I'll I'll send it to you while we riff. Um, <laughs> I actually don't really have an answer for that question. I don't really care about what people dress up for as Halloween. Or I mean, for Halloween.
0: Yeah, me either. But like, if it had to be, I guess it
1: would be just that. Uh, second question here, this person actually. So this person, I'm guessing they meant to say anonymous, but they put unanimous instead of anonymous. Of so this person wants to remain unanimous. So if you are the only one, apparently. <laughs> um, your favorite Halloween costume as a child. Now, did you dress up for Halloween when you were younger?
0: Um, I think so. I think so. Uh, I I have a picture of me as a child. It's Halloween, but it's like two costumes in one. Really, like, I didn't know what I was going for. But uh, my favorite one is the picture that I have. Let me see if I can pull out. It's like Count Dracula, and then some mm. other like I don't know some figure. I gotta like look at it though.
1: I when I was younger, I didn't realize that Blue from Blue's Clues was a girl, and I dressed Wait, up as what? Blue one year. Yeah, apparently. I, didn't I mean, at that. this point, it, if you're it's gender, you're probably in the wrong. I dressed up as, <laughs> as Blue one year, and my dad dressed up as Steve or whatever. Um, so you'll you'll like this one. Um, when I was younger, I was into wrestling, like from like '02 to like '04, and I was the Hurricane one year for Halloween. <laughs> But I was like, I was the hurricane in a Flyers jacket because it was so cold. Oh, so my hilarious. cape was around the the Flyers jacket. and I had the mask. People thought I was Batman because of the shape of the mask. <laughs> <laughs> I remember going to like the post office or something with my dad to pick up a package that had the um, the uh, the the costume in it because we it, for some reason it wasn't delivered to the house.
0: Do you have a picture of that, sir? I definitely put, do.
1: If I don't, it's podcast. at my parents' house. We should put this What's on that?
0: the podcast. We should put this on the podcast Instagram. Yeah, because yeah. Halloween is literally what a few days now.
1: Yeah, yeah I I gotta stop at my parents' house then. Because if I don't have it, they definitely do. That is because cool. I remember seeing it recently. Did you go? What's up with that? What's up? I with that? I tried to fly. Apparently, you don't fly. He wasn't. He must not have been a real superhero. If he didn't fly.
0: I have discounts.
1: I'm, well, it doesn't do for audio, but I'm showing
0: Rob on the Zoom what I was. Yeah, this is
1: great for audio. What were you, Grover from Sesame
0: Street or something? Yeah, so it's Grover's head, but then I have some kind of like suit. I guess maybe it is his suit. I don't know. I thought it was two costumes in one, but apparently, I guess it is Grover from Sesame Street. No,
1: it does look like two. Co- I don't know. That's interesting. We'll throw that on the Instagram. It's
0: a baby face assassin, so people won't
1: recognize yeah. me. It's me um, a and beard. then I have another. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's that's what I look like without a beard currently. Like that's
1: the. Yeah, you would just look like a little baby. Yeah. Um, an adorable all right, the one. other question, so this, this is, this is kind of cheating because this came from a friend of the, uh, of the show. Uh, well, I guess they all come from friends of the show, uh, firefighter, Joe, um, uh, he's, between, he's electric.
0: He's, one of yeah, yeah. he's not, he, um, work. so
1: he actually sent me a, a pod question and I didn't, so I actually haven't contemplated an answer yet. So I'm going to be genuine when I answer this the same way you will. Okay. Um, he asked what Halloween candies do you immediately throw away when you're trick or treating?
0: There's a bunch of them.
1: Anything? I can think of one.
0: I can think of one for sure. I think we're both on the same page on that one. Almond Joy? Oh, no. I was going candy corn. Just
1: Oh, well, that too. That doesn't count. Candy corn is wax. Like, you throw
0: candy corn's not even in a bag. They literally just throw it in there as is amongst oh. the rest. Like, let's see. What are we doing here? <laughs> what, no, no, don't do that to my food. But uh, Almond Joy? Yeah, that. Anything dark chocolate and uh anything that's like excuse me anything that's like mint like sweet tarts or, or whatever that is oh you don't like mint no nah. like andy's mints
1: no, no peppermint like this, patties
0: no like the sweets like it's like sweet tarts
1: you don't like sweet tarts
0: no nah, i'm not a fan of those and this other one that's like a small i don't even know what it is. what
1: spree uh smarties
0: smarties that's what it I,
1: I so i like sweet tarts smarties are way different i don't oh, really like Christ. smarties either Granted, I don't really eat a whole lot of candy now. The only candy I really eat now, if it counts, are the little the, the gummy worm things, the sour worms. That's good. And then occasionally I'll have some milk duds. They remind me of my childhood.
0: Milk duds are hit or miss. Like if it if someone yeah. was like going to big lot and got the expired one, it's not good. That's but fair.
1: Come on now. Uh, I'm not a big fan of licorice either, so I would have thrown that throughout away or given it to my parents or something.
0: Uh, I'm not mad at that either. Anything that's like fun size. Like the Snickers, yeah. the Milky Ways, the Twix, I'm all in. Give me all that. I'll uh, eat that all day. I'm
1: not a Snickers guy. You can have all the Snickers. I don't like mounds either. I don't know what the heck's inside of those.
0: Tragic. That is nasty.
1: Um, so we did candy like a month or two ago. It was, were you the one that I had to explain take five to?
0: Yeah. But it's Dude, they're sick, amazing. It's a sick cover logo oh, it's, design.
1: It's it's, it's le- It might literally be lethal. Uh, it it, it's it's caramel peanut butter peanut pretzel and like nougat inside of a chocolate bar
0: you just named probably someone's entire like food allergy right there that's
1: like <laughs> death for them yeah zaire smith just passed out listening to this episode <laughs> peanut allergies uh well uh, yeah i mean for
0: the sure candy corns and almond joys yeah. and anything dark chocolate for me i just literally yeah. be like get
1: out of my face Out. i um the one thing i did Really enjoyed growing up is my neighbor to the uh, I don't even know what side the the one side of us. My neighbor he would give out like little bags of like uh, popcorn and little bags of like pretzels and stuff, and that was always a nice little curveball and like a nice change of pace from like all of the candy and stuff. Really?
0: Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. Shit. I, I'm not a big cotton candy guy. I don't really think anybody really? gives that away for Halloween though. God no. If that if that does happen, you're just a heathen. You're yeah. The probably o- like a psychopath. The only like bags of cotton candy that I can remember are um are like the ones they had at Hollywood video but they were like in chip bag like regular size chip bags they weren't like little small enough they can hand you for like Halloween and stuff. I don't remember. There was like a sour one and then a regular one. I mean I'm sure but I don't
0: I can't even think of what could have been. Um, Alright. Yeah I can't think of one. yeah three musketeers is trash by the way i was gonna go on three musketeers three musketeers that's the one the the
1: silver uh, wrapper yeah oh those are good trash oh come on (laughs) oh by the way so i heard this on the radio have you ever had a mallow cup what (laughs) apparently it's a marshmallow cup similar to a reese's cup let me let me see it sounds delicious i googled it they were talking about it on the radio and i was like this sounds amazing mallow cup or uh, Uh, maybe it's mallow candy Mellow cubs, they look delicious.
0: What's inside? Coconut,
1: coconut and marshmallow. That's a negative.
0: I mean, the marshmallow maybe, but the coconut, no. It looks good if it was like cream, like, like that uh frosting. I don't know how to explain it, like a white frosting. But this is coconut. No thanks. Out uh, of my face.
1: That Trey Young just got fined fifteen thousand dollars for making contact with an official.
0: The league is becoming as soft as ever.
1: Whatever. Uh, speaking of the league, our beloved 76ers in true Sixers fashion, up by what, 17 points or 27 points last night or two nights ago? They were so uh, almost up. blew the game. So they stand at three and two after almost blowing the game against the Pistons that we thought Embiid was actually going to sit. Turns out he played and he's questionable tomorrow. He's good. What's the. 82 games over under 65 and a half times that he is questionable leading into a game over over. Yeah. Same. Um, So they, they wound up finishing it off and beat hit a, like a really nice three pointer to kind of put the game on ice. They wound up winning by seven or six or something, mm-hmm. but they honestly, they need to be able to blow these bad teams out. Um, it's last scary. night. It, yeah. If anything, the question I have for you is does this team have a closer?
0: Joel Embiid has to be the closer. He's the main guy. He has to step up. There's no Ben Simmons that's going to bail you out on defense and to put the blame on when he doesn't make the shot. You're the focus of that team and most likely will be once Redacted leaves. So you are it. So you got to be the MVP. Like Julius Randle put the Knicks on his back last season, you got to do the same. You got to be the closer and up your game. Stop taking these yeah. wild threes. Granted, I mean, it worked, but you're the big man dominating the paint and look for your teammates as well. They got to step up as well, but there is no other closer than Joel Embiid has to step up.
1: I guess my other question also is, can you have a closer that operates primarily in the post? Because I feel like, you know, you have guys like Kawhi, you have guys like Dame, um, even like kind of, I guess Westbrook kind of counts, Durant, like these star players, Trey Young, like these star players. How often is Nikola Jokic the closer or Anthony Davis? Like, I feel like it's tough when you're not an isolation wing. Can you win games with a closer that kind of primarily is going to get his points down low? Um, I was going to say Jokic because the Joker does
0: get his triple doubles from here, time to time, or double doubles, and he does dominate. But Shaquille O'Neal did it. It's yeah. doable. But you need uh, not stars, but you need... Guys that can get their own shot off and are not afraid to sh- shoot the basketball. Not saying for Redacted, but like, Tobias yeah. Harris
1: got paid a lot of money, and
0: yeah. where is he at? Tobias Thibel. feels
1: like the most logical guy.
0: And Thibel, like, I mean, you're young yeah. and you're good on defense, but you need to step it up, buddy. And Maxi, yeah. he's being thrust into that starting point guard. He's not really ready, but. And Shake Milton, he's coming back, but he's not really close to his inconsistencies as well.
1: Yeah, the and thing that I would kind of lack. Must, yep. I
0: mean, he's just there. And yeah, Danny the Green's old ass knees. Sorry, I'm cutting you off. But no, like, you're good. I'm just going on a rant because Curry is a saving race, but then he doesn't really, he just disappears after he makes his threes. And then, of course, Danny, I miss wide open threes from the corner. Green got his rings and then it's like, I'm good. I'm just getting a paper at the end of the day. So... I've done my rant. Continue, sir.
1: Yeah, the thing that they lack is the thing that you need the most, and that's a perimeter creator that can just get his own shot when you have nothing else to go to. Like, I know Jimmy Butler's not the, like the guy, and he's really like not a top ten player in the league. But like, and I'm I've, I also was on the record not wanting him back, so I'm not going to pretend that I wanted him back. In hindsight, yeah, obviously, but um, you, you need a closer that can operate from the wing. Just here, there's 18 seconds on the shot. Like, you get the ball. You're standing on the midcourt logo. Everybody else is going to move out of the way. You just have to find a way to get points. And they don't really have that. The only thing that's close to that is Tobias Harris. Curry is their probably second best scorer. However, he's not the kind of guy that's going to get his own shot. A lot of his points come off of screens, you know, appealing out to the three-point line, going to the three-point line in transition. Occasionally, he'll put the ball on the floor, obviously. But he's a lot like J.J. Redick in the sense that, like, you need dribble handoffs. You need to set screens, back screens, like all these things, and, and get him shots. But I wonder if Embiid can be the closer. And, I mean, if not Embiid, if not Harris, who? Like, Milton's the only guy on the team that can get his own shot, aside from Tobias.
0: And that's scary. I mean, they also need a floor general, and they need someone who's not afraid of the moment. Butler was not afraid. He's like, give me the ball. We're going to yep. go and make something happen here. Granted, uh, whoever the coach was at the time, Changed that by playoff time to put it in Ben Simmons's hands in the playoffs, which was stupid, but
1: yeah, is what it is. Yeah, Butler handled the ball for a good bit of the playoff run. Pretty much whenever Simmons was off the floor, Butler was basically the point guard because I don't think they really uh, TJ basically couldn't play in the playoffs. Um, Shake is back, which is something we pointed out last episode. Maxie's the starting point guard, which kind of thrust Korkmaz into that backup role because Isaiah Joe kind of looked terrified of being in the NBA. Um, miles was kind of that backup ball handler, at least Milton being the, like the second unit primary, you know, facilitator that will help a little bit. Um, so we have three games coming up and you were, you pointed this out to me prior. These are all at home. So in theory, they should be winnable at best at worst. I mean, Saturday tomorrow, or if you're listening, probably tonight, they have the Atlanta Hawks coming to town. Now Ugh. we all know what happened last time the Hawks were here. Ugh. Then Monday, they welcome their future closer, Damian Lillard, to town. And Wednesday, uh, another. So, this is a pretty tough stretch. Wednesday, they have Chicago, the Caruso Bulls. Yeah. My biggest takeaway is this is going to be a huge test to find out a little bit more about whoever the Sixers are going to put out there to, you know, guard the other team's best offensive player. Because you got Trey Young coming to town, you got. Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum coming to town, and then you got—I think—Levine is hurt, but you have Lonzo coming to town. You got DeRozan. Like that, these are going to be interesting games. Um,
0: he got hurt. What do last you night? think? What's up? He got hurt last night.
1: No, he got hurt like a few game, like the first or second game. I remember he was questionable leading into the last game. Is he back?
0: Yeah, he. I don't know if you saw it, but like Caruso made this no look pass to him, and he made for the dunk last. Oh, night. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Well, but Levine's then, coming they, to town then. Then they go into like celebrate mid court, and then he runs into Caruso and. Cruzo bodied him, basically dropped Levine on the ground in mid-transition. Well, it's
1: because he's sneaky athletic. Um, <laughs> um,
0: so I mean, hurt. who knows?
1: Best case scenario, obviously they come out of here three wins. What is the bare minimum for you? Do you need two wins out of these three? I know it's early in the season, but these wins are, now matter as much as the wins later on. They need one win at
0: least, because I mean, yeah, they need two obviously. But looking at this, I see them going zero and three. There's no shot because Trey Young is really? not the primary scorer. You got um, Bogdanovich, I believe is his name. Bogdanovich, Collins, Kevin Collins Herter. Got Collins, Collins got paid. Capella's there. He gave Embiid some trouble at times. Herter, who destroyed us at that one game. and De-
1: Destroyed Seth Curry. I, I, if I could speak, maybe. Seth Curry got roasted in the playoff series. And then I
0: believe Smooth Lou Will is still there. I mean, that Atlanta Hawks team, and they came into Philadelphia and yeah. destroyed them in, in seven games. So, I mean... That's a loss. Dame Lillard's coming in to literally just showcase his— st- It's like he's in a double-edged sword because he's trying to, like, elevate his stat. But then he's also destroying the team that he might be going to. Yeah. And if they can't play defense, why would he go there and be, what, the only defender? Doesn't look right. He needs pieces. And then the Chicago Bulls are loaded. I mean, granted, they lost against the Knicks last night in a thriller. But they're a pretty good team, a playoff team. So I don't see—and they're all—each team has multiple scorers. So even if you have your best defender on the one, everybody else can hurt you. I mean, just like you like yeah. you pointed out, Curry can't really hurt you unless in transition gets to the three or off of screens. You limit that, Curry's out of there. Yeah. And Tobias Harris, he disappears. Maxi he looks like he shooketh. Corkmaz is just there in the corner three, and then Embiid is just going to do it all. But if his knee's bummed out and he's questionable— and he has to sit down at times, so it's just craziness. But I see them going all in three. I don't. See, they need to I think the least, they get two one. one. I think
1: they go two and one. I think they go two one. Who you got I them winning? I think they will. I think they will beat. I think they'll beat Atlanta. Really. And they'll and they'll beat Portland.
0: Back to back, and then the Bulls just come in, and just destroy and then,
1: them. I mean, they could beat the Bulls. I would say it. I put them at fifty-seven percent chance to beat Atlanta.
0: All right, who has a better 60.
1: shot? Do the Eagles have a better shot beating Detroit on Sunday,
0: or do you think they have the Sixers have a better shot going two and one in this next three games? Uh, Sixers two and one. I
1: don't think the Eagles are going to win on Sunday.
0: Jesus Christ. The earth and the sky might fall, yeah. up, but that's just a preview so, of the, uh, yeah. you know, week
1: eight Yeah, I'll go 57% chance win on Saturday against Atlanta, 60% against Portland, and then like 48 against Chicago. I think it'll be a good game. Is that a national TV game, Wednesdays or what? ESPN?
0: Uh, I believe so. Wednesdays, ESPN, TNT's Thursday.
1: Yeah, TNT's Tuesday, Thursday.
0: Monday, Wednesday. I believe it is ESPN. Oh, or where's the Wednesday? Fix
1: so. I think they're Wednesday, Friday. Once college football is over, that's not a national televised game. Ooh,
0: it might get flexed, don't you think?
1: Yeah, tomorrow's on NBA TV, and then the next two are not national televised. Jesus, um,
0: a playoff. That, or I Mac think. Is on NBA I TV. mean,
1: I think the World Series might be played on Wednesday anyway, depending on how long that goes. Either way. Um Thursday night football last night, admittedly, neither of us saw too much of this game. I caught the like the end of the second quarter and then a good like a good chunk of the fourth. Um the Packers. So we we you jokingly said it would happen. Uh when I said when will the Cardinals finally lose? You said oh it'll happen tomorrow. And uh geez. Um, and you were kind of right. So we could if you wanted to, you could just go back and edit that episode and just be like tomorrow, and then we would just mow into the next segment. But um <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so the Packers ended the cards undefeated season, uh which Came to a, a halt at what seven and oh?
0: yeah. Yeah. Okay. Six and oh, seven and
1: Who cares? It's just a one now. Uh, you no, know, I don't think I think they were seven and oh. Um it, so it's actually now. going going into play yesterday it was the first time in like 50 years that the NFC had the five best outright records in the entire NFL this late in the season. Because I believe the Cowboys, the Rams, um, the Packers, the Cardinals, and someone else at the Bucks, maybe. Had the five best records in the entire league, which is fascinating. Um, so 24-21, two touchdowns for Randall Cobb, two touchdowns for James Conner, who I have to play against in fantasy. Oh. Rodgers threw for a buck 84, had two touchdowns. Murray threw for 274 and two interceptions, no touchdowns. Um, so Rodgers, of course, was playing with less than a full deck. He was missing Marquez Valdez-Scantling due to injury. Alan Lazar due to contract contact tracing. And then um, Devonte Adams, of course, was the big blow. He was out because of COVID protocol. And then Robert Tunyon got hurt mid game. Uh, so they were relying really heavily on uh, Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. And they, they wound up controlling the ball enough to make sure that they won their defense stepped up minus, I believe Jair Alexander was out, but um, Kyler Murray at the end of the game, did you see the interception at the end? I didn't see any of the game. Nope. So, So the Cardinals were driving, 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 got down to like the inside the 20, I believe. Mm. Kyler throws a little back shoulder fade to the – so they're going right to left on the hard camera. Back shoulder fade, A.J. Green at the top of the screen doesn't turn around for the ball. Rasul Douglas, former Eagles, Super Bowl champion, intercepts it in the end zone, finishes the game basically. Or no, actually it might have been to the bottom right. I forget. It was late. I was tired, but it was to the right-hand side (laughs) of Murray on whatever side of the field he was going toward. AJ Green never turned his head. If he turns his head, it's probably six, but it wasn't, and it was a Christ. pick instead. And a Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl fifty-two champion, Russell Douglas intercepted it.
0: You know, Danwell, he's looking at that tape. Like, what happened? Why didn't you look?
1: Yeah, they asked Murray about it, and I believe he said that it was just a like a timing error or something. Oh, um, that's
0: what you can't say in those moments.
1: Yeah. So, my question to you. Yeah. Um, I don't know how you had the NFC playing out, and we're going to get to that in a moment as well. With our preseason predictions that we're Mm -hmm. finally touching on. Uh right. (laughs) I don't know how you kind of in the middle of the season had the NFC kind of playing out, but does this change your outlook on the NFC playoff picture at all? Or does it kind of just whatever it's it's a win for one team, a loss for another, and we're just gonna keep going forward anyway?
0: The latter. I mean, yeah, Packers got a win, Arizona took their first loss. They should get they should have a loss early in the season, resilient and get that loss under them because I agree. If you go undefeated, it's just more pressure. And then, obviously, when you get in the playoffs, you cannot lose because it's win or go home.
1: Yeah, the further you go, the more difficult it is to keep
0: going, it seems. I mean, ask the Patriots. Eli Manning came in in the Super Bowl was like, all right, you ain't going undefeated. And then the Miami Dolphins, yeah. 72 Dolphins were like, thank God that happened. Yeah.
1: Your record doesn't matter once you're in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, I mean, aside from you know getting home field advantage and everything, but if you're 0-0 this week and that's all that matters.
0: It doesn't really change though. To answer your question, like because I had the Cardinals, I believe I had the Cardinals getting in the playoffs. Yes, you did. Okay, so I had them going in, and then last episode you asked me a similar question: Is this a Super Bowl contending team? And we both basically said we don't. They're going to be good, but I don't. We don't see them in the Super Bowl, so yeah. it doesn't change anything for me. It's just I'm just glad that they took the L, and they and it was a close game. It wasn't a blowout loss by any means, but. You lost to Aaron Rodgers and a shell of a receiving core and an old Randall Cobb. So yeah, yeah. more questions on defense. Granted, there's no JJ Watt, but that can't be the only answer on defense.
1: Yeah. If you asked me, I I still think they're about a year ahead of schedule. I think Murray, this is what year three for Kyler Murray. We're still kind of growing. This is year two with Hopkins. This is year four for Kirk. This is year one of Rondell Moore they're still a pretty young team and they're still pretty inexperienced given. I mean, I know they have a lot of veterans and they have a, a pretty inexperienced head coach as well. So, I mean, I think they're still a year ahead of schedule. I don't consider them a Super Bowl contender right now. They, they to me, didn't feel like a, a true Super Bowl contender anyway. I still think the Rams are the class of the NFC and maybe the Bucks too, depending on how they finish the season. But because uh, you can't count out a team with all those... When you, you know, say, gifted players on it.
0: When you say class, are you saying the number one seed?
1: I'm saying they're they're just in a different. So the, I think the Rams and Bucks are kind of in a different tier. Yeah. You can put as many teams as you'd like in that, you know, that true contender tier, but I think they're still right above the Packers, the um the, the you Eagles, know, the Cardinals, yeah, the Eagles, the Giants. They're still <laughs> right above those other teams. And then you have kind of like the Saints kind of in that middle tier with, you know, maybe I don't Detroit. know. Detroit. Yeah, Detroit. <laughs> but maybe like the maybe you consider the Vikings a play so like teams like that that are kind yeah, of like right below it. Bubble. And like Seattle's a good one, San Francisco, like those teams that are right in the middle. And then you have like the teams beneath it where you're like they have no shot to win the title. <laughs> I think realistically, there's only three teams in the NFC that could go to the Super Bowl. I think it's the Packers, the um, the Rams, and Bucks. The Bucks, yeah. And then I guess the one outside
0: looking in as the closest would either be Dallas if Dak is healthy. Yeah, or yeah you know what? Yeah. Arizona.
1: Yeah, you know, you're, I think you're right about those two as well. And, you know, the Panthers still have a, their route to the Super Bowl is still is still there. I think, I think they have a better route and gain a top five pick. <laughs>
0: yeah, your Panthers, that, whatever.
1: Your bold predictions, that, buddy. <laughs> that died on a vine, didn't it? Well, that's a perfect segue to the next one so we're going to finally touch on we've been teasing so when we did the predictions we really were planning on touching on it every four or so weeks every quarter Um, yeah so before the season anybody that's been with us since day one first of all thank you (laughs) secondly god bless you because that first episode we were so inexperienced and now we have a good flow going so first episode we we went pretty hard with you know predictions for the season Uh, we each predicted playoff teams we predicted the super bowl we predicted award winners um we had Bold predictions, three apiece. I don't know, Do we have four apiece? Yeah, we had four bold predictions, and then we had who's going to make the playoffs, who's going to miss, overs and unders for win totals. Do you want to just run through these, I guess? And we'll kind of look back on how how we're looking.
0: All right, so let me see the playoff teams. That's what we're going to start with?
1: Yeah, so as you're reading that, I'm going to look at the playoff picture currently and just kind of let the listener know how we're kind of looking. All
0: right, so i want me to read my list and then you go – want me to read both lists and then you can just basically review it?
1: Yeah, so I, I would say read your uh, list and read mine and then we'll kind of talk about so how, how bad we are at this.
0: The perfect list by me, of course. I have the Bills, Ravens, Colts, Chiefs, Titans, them Dolphins, Cowboys, Packers, Bucks, Cardinals, Seahawks, and eagles
1: so also worth noting we made a boo-boo as uh as oh, rookies yes. tend to do yeah. so we really so we thought that the playoff like seating would be four division winners two wild or two wild cards it's four division winners three wild cards so we're actually each only going to list six teams per conference when it should really be seven i thought that they were changing it after last year because they were they only did the seven a piece because of covid they wanted to make up some of the revenue with an extra playoff week, but turns mm-hmm. out they're actually doing 14 playoff teams. So it's kind of like hockey and basketball now, where half the league makes the playoffs. Tragic.
0: And then so uh, that was my list. Yep. Um, for Rob's list, he had the Bills as well. He had the Browns this time. Titans, Chiefs. He has the Chargers, Ravens. He has the Giants in this one. Packers, Bucks. He has the Rams and 49ers, and as well as the Panthers. So we differed about four or five teams in there. So Rob, out of our
1: illustrious preseason playoff teams, how did we fare? So we'll do AFC first. Okay. Um, if if the season were to end right now, so I'm looking at the list right now, so I'm cheating. Can you name me the two top seeds in the AFC? I'm
0: putting me on the spot here, buddy. Uh, the top two seeds in the AFC. Yeah. I'm gonna go with the Bills. Not right? Okay. The Bills are currently fourth. Ouch. And Chargers.
1: So just like we all (laughs) predicted, the Cincinnati Uh Bengals right now are the number one seed in the AFC. Really? And the Las Vegas Raiders are number two. So as it stands... The
0: coachless Raiders team (laughs) is at number two.
1: So in between making fun of gay people and women, the Raiders have, (laughs) have come out guns a blazing, five and two. So so the Bengals are currently five and two leading the north. The Raiders lead the west five and two. Tennessee leads the south at five and two. And then Buffalo leads the east at four and two. Baltimore five and two is the first wild card. The Chargers are four and two. And then Cleveland's four and three. So notable here, Indianapolis on the outside looking in, they're three and four. They're currently the sixth. So they're the third from you know, so they're the third underneath the bold line for wild cards. So they're they have to jump a couple of teams to get in. Mm-hmm. Kansas City is three and four. They're currently seventh in the AFC. They look so I mean that could certainly did. turn around. Yeah, I mean so on the spot, do you think Kansas City misses the playoffs? No. I don't think so either. They're too good but of a team to miss. That's gonna be a pain in the neck to jump those teams and get in as a wild cover. They're gonna figure if they get in, they'll be pretty hot. I think a hot team in, in January is a dangerous team to play against. Just look at the Giants that one year they won, both times they won the Super Bowl. Eli Manning. Um, in the NFC, so just to refresh, in the NFC, you have the Cowboys, the Packers, Bucks, Card, Seahawks, Eagles. I had Giants, Packers, Bucks, Rams, 49ers, Panthers. Currently, the NFC playoff picture, the Packers and the Cars are both seven and one. Tampa Bay, six and one, Dallas, five and one. And then the wild card for the, so the wild card, number one wild card for the NFC would be the number one seed in the AFC. The Rams are six and one. Uh, the Saints are four and two, and Minnesota hanging in there, three and three. Um, missing from here, obviously the Eagles on your list and the Panthers on mine are both outside looking in. And the Giants, of course. What a whiff that was. <laughs> Good lord. And the 49ers. I, I thought they would be better than they were. And it turns out they just they've been bit by every injury bug imaginable. I believe Javon Kinlaw has been lost for the season as of today. It's been announced. Jesus Christ. Um, they've lost all their running backs, basically rough one Chicago and Atlanta are the first or Atlanta, Chicago, Carolina, San Francisco are the first four right outside the playoff picture. So those guys are knocking on the door. I I thought Atlanta was going to suck and they're three and three all of a sudden. I mean, Atlanta is Atlanta. They're going to be around, but yeah, they'll just hang around. Matt Ryan's a good player.
0: Um, I mean, that's probably one of our best all time cover. Mad yeah, that was that's on one case. of my favorite.
1: <laughs> All one of the Eagles wins. Um right. so for Super Bowl predictions. This one was a fun one. It's it's obviously unfair, but, and we preface that.
0: I like how we both have the same
1: team losing, but they could
0: be <laughs> the one winning.
1: So uh Joel has Kansas City beating Green Bay in the Super Bowl, and then I have uh page two of the notes. Buffalo. I have Buffalo beating Green Bay in the Super Bowl. Um, if you had to today say who do you think goes to the Super Bowl, who would your prediction be?
0: I would say, mm, I think somehow, some way, Kansas City will still get in, you think so, but still lose, but to the Rams. (laughs) I'm gonna go,
1: I'm gonna go Rams and Bills. I would like to say Bengals, but the Bengals would be awesome, uh, dude. Bengals and like I don't know Rams Super Bowl, that'd be fun. Jamar Chase and Burrows. I think Zach Taylor, the head coach of the Bengals, correct me if I'm wrong because I didn't look this up, but I think he was the quarterback coach for McBay when when he uh, like in Los Angeles. I so that. That, I mean, that would be an interesting little. They would find a way to make that like a huge storyline.
0: What's his name? Um,
1: uh, Zach Taylor. With a, with a C, no no K, no H.
0: Let me see. Zach Taylor, football coach. Um, let me see. Yeah, he was. Quarterback There you go. Coach. Yeah, you're right. A you, what, 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 a, what a memory. What a pull. What a pull right there, buddy. Coaching career. Rams. All right. Uh, so,
1: 2020 season? No. I think he got hired heading into 2020. All right, so the the next thing was um, award predictions. We'll kind of just run through this real quick. Um, so MVP, Joelle had Patrick Mahomes, um, and I had Tom Brady. Defensive Player of the Year, we both had Aaron Donald. My microphone has a hair on it. Uh, offensive Rookie of the Year, you had Justin Fields, I had Trevor Lawrence. Uh, next one is Defensive Player or Defensive Player Defensive Rookie of the Year, Patrick Sertan. Coach of the Year, Sean McDermott, Matt Rule. Uh, so we both had Sertan. And then you had McDermott, and I had Rule, um, comeback player Dak for both of us. Um, Dak, friend of the show. I mean, it was tough to go again. It was either him or Barkley, and you couldn't really trust Barkley to stay healthy. So, uh, right now, you want to guess the, the three frontrunners for most valuable player in the National Football League?
0: Tom Brady. Tom Brady uh, second
1: at Tom four Brady, six plus four sixty.
0: Kyler Murray. And- Murray's fourth. What's his name? Stafford.
1: Stafford is sixth at plus nine hundred. So Josh Allen is the front runner at plus three hundred. Tom Brady plus four sixty. Dak Prescott plus five hundred. Kyler Murray plus six hundred. Aaron Rodgers plus nine hundred. Matt Stafford plus nine hundred. Uh, Mahomes is plus five thousand. So if they get red hot, that's a really good buy. If you want to kind of just go for some value. <laughs> um, next up, Defensive Player of the Year. Oh, sure. miles Garrett, currently the favorite TJ watt and Trayvon Diggs to follow Aaron Donald. Who was our pick is fourth. After those four, there's a massive drop off in the odds. Aaron Donald's plus 800. He's fourth. And then Nick Bosa is plus 2,500. He's fifth. So a pretty big drop off there. Jesus Offensive rookie of the year. Do you want to guess who that is? I mean, it's pretty oh, much a, it's a runaway at this point. I would say Devonte Smith. No, I'm joking. It's gotta be Jamar chase. Jamar Chase is a heavy favorite, plus 100. Mac Jones, second at plus 500. Trevor Lawrence, plus 900. Najee Harris, plus 1,000. Devontae Smith is on here at plus 4,000. And oh, Kenneth wait. Gainwell, plus 10,000 at the bottom. How that? An eagle showing. Yeah, um, how about that? You said minus 100? Uh, plus 100, so even money for Jamar Chase. So you get on that before it goes to minus money. I'm about to. He's I'm got the most uh, receiving yards of any rookie, I think, ever through seven games. I'm going to put a Hyundai on it. You might as well. Then again,
0: my luck has been crap of late. so.
1: Oh, boy, these are some fun names. Jesus Christ. I should make you read these. So NFL defensive rookie of the year favorites. Michael Parsons, a nice easy one. Jason Owe, Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa, Aziz. These aren't real people. Aziz, Aziz Oyulari, Sante Samuel Jr., Gregory Russo Jr. Sertan currently is 1, 4, is ninth. So, let's go Broncos.
0: Yay. Coach
1: of the year. They don't have coach of the year on FanDuel. Uh, Comeback players, probably Dak minus a million. Yeah, Dak minus 300, Burrow plus 500, and then like nothing after that. Carson Wentz is sixth in that right now, plus 2,000.
0: I mean, that could be a good buy, Carson Wentz, if they can pull it around the second half of the season. They got to hope Dak kind of falls off, though. I mean... The Dallas are Dallas. They'll somehow fair. find a way. And then Tennessee and Indy go up. I believe this week. It's gonna be a good game, and that could be elevate Carson Wentz. So yeah. Carson Wentz at plus two thousand. That's good value, said, right? That's yeah. good value if you hold on to that team, turning the, the tide
1: around. Yeah. So while I'm on here, right next to the season awards, there's the whether or not the team will make the playoffs. Oh my god! Uh, just for you know poops and giggles. Yeah. Kansas City Chiefs to make the playoffs minus one ninety eight. So they're still thinking that chiefs are going to get in uh, at uh, 160 for no.
0: They're too good of a team. Andy Reed is they no way.
1: Falcons are the first team right beneath the bold line for wild card and they're plus 320 to get in, so they don't think they're getting in. Um, let's revisit our bold predictions. These are always fun. So we were really anticipating none of these being true. But I think that there's a chance that at least 3 of them could be true. I will, uh, yours might be completely true. Um well, the, the one is arbitrary, but so your bold predictions were Dallas and Philly both make the playoffs. That's um,
0: a 50% chance there.
1: I Well, yeah. I mean, Dallas will make it. Philly no. needs to hire a real coach and trade for some good players before that happens, but hey. Um, seven of the eight.
0: NFC uh, East and NFC yep. West teams get in, and man, that NFC East, West, looking good. Yeah, you're looking good there. But the NFC East
1: is not so good. <laughs> uh, not so much. Uh, Jameis, 17 starts unless he gets injured. So far, so good on that one. And the referees donkey their way through everything. I I suppose that that's arbitrary, but it's still possible. Uh, mine, two of them, one of them looks completely unlikely at this point. The other three all has, still have a shot, but two of them are probably going to have and one won't. I got Corey Davis getting 1,000 receiving yards. He is currently on pace for. One thousand nine hundred (laughs) and eighty-eight 988 yards. And he's also, I believe, questionable going into this game this week, so that would hurt his case a lot. Um, I said that there would at least be one COVID forfeit. There hasn't even been, like, a whisper of that. Uh, Last year, we almost had that Raider game forfeited, and then the Titans game got postponed. Uh, there's not there hasn't been like been even like the threat of that happening this year so wasn't there some whispers of the titans this year with something related with it, COVID our first not? episode i listened back to, to gather some of this data yeah. and uh in the middle of that episode you mentioned the titans are like the team that's always got the covid problem yeah and well, i was like yeah they're screwed i worked so sadly i don't i no longer work with the titans fan um he moved out west but I did work with a Titans fan who got so mad when people told him that, you know, the Titans are the reason all these COVID things are happening. He would get so mad. Um, I I also have Bill Belichick retiring at season's end. Maybe who knows? (laughs) He's like a hundred years old. And then this one's still in play. Uh, I said, Buffalo will be the class of the AFC. They're going to be just running through teams. Patriots are going to come in limping and beat Buffalo week 13 on Monday night football.
0: And it might happen.
1: Still in play. I didn't realize it was that late in the season. I thought it was still like coming up soon.
0: That sounds fun. But
1: point. I think I said Buffalo Buffalo's going to be like what nine and two, and then the Pats the Pats are going to be like six and six going into that game. But not only six and six, but that's when they turn their seasons around. Yeah, they turn the season around. And that was your their selling point. Eighty fifth Super Bowl. But well, there's always like a weird Sunday night or Monday night. like the Titans beating the Bills a couple weeks ago. Nobody saw that coming except me. And <laughs> but you didn't put the bet on. it. And then. I didn't take it. i bet it but i didn't pick it on a pod which so it doesn't count but But there's always like that one random like the bears beat the buccaneers last year on thursday night football nick Foles beat tom brady again (laughs) then there was the year chip kelly was the coach here and the eagles beat the pats in foxborough like these random games happen all the time um in and out of the playoffs so we'll kind of run through this one In you have philly arizona miami out, football team, Rams, Pittsburgh, Cleveland. I have the Giants, Panthers, and Chargers making it over two, or two out of three, one out of three on that one. Uh, out, I have New Orleans, Chicago, Pittsburgh, Indy. So
0: that's still all that is up in the air. I look stupid on mine. I got the Rams, Pittsburgh, and Cleveland out, yet I have Miami and Eagles in. Nonsense.
1: I mean, Miami, yeah, it's a shame they're kind of... I, I so I, it In full, to be completely honest with you, they were one of my fringe teams leading into the season. I think thought that their defense was going to be really good i thought they had a chance to make the playoffs. so
0: i don't know how we missed that though we have four teams out but we only picked three in
1: i think that's because we didn't realize break. yeah we didn't realize there was going to be the extra playoff team still yeah so we all whatever M- mistakes happen nobody's calling us out on it and then the over underdraft this is well, the thing i was uh, most excited hold on, hold on, about yeah if i had if i had to
0: pick it a, a team to go in i'm gonna go with cincinnati Bengals.
1: It's bold. I like it. Come on. Now. I think the it. Cardinals are going to make the playoff. So here's another question for it. <laughs> yeah. You remember last year the the Steelers started the season like ten and zero. Yeah. And then
0: Getting
1: they nobody. lost to the football team, and then they wound up being a wild card. Yeah. Do you think there's any chance Arizona really falls off and doesn't win that division? Oh, well, no. I guess that's that's unfair because the division's so top heavy. Is there any chance Arizona misses the playoffs? Miss the playoff? No. <laughs> No. Yeah, I don't think so either.
0: No. But they won't be the number 1 seed.
1: They'll fall they'll find a way to fall off and then the Rams take it. Yeah, I I I'm still pretty in on the Rams. So when we did the preseason predictions, we actually mentioned a couple of good values. I said Rams making the Super Bowl was a good one, they were like plus 800. I was really going back and forth Rams and Packers leading into the season. Also, I apologize to anybody listening. My phone keeps going off because I follow a page on Twitter that tweets out the starting lineups for every NBA team for my fantasy, fantasy. team reasons. Yeah, <laughs> fantasy labs. So if you keep hearing vibrations, that's why. <laughs> uh, so Lineup alert. Kings will start Fox, Halliburton, Barnes, Harkless, Holmes. So two solid. former Sixers and one future one. That's um, <laughs> a solid lineup. Yeah. But yeah, that's that sound. I'm sorry, guys. Talking. But, yeah, it was tough not to pick the Rams before the season. I don't know how – who were the ones that kind of just missed for you? The Rams for sure. <laughs> yeah, Rams.
0: <laughs> that I, I'm looking at L A I'm like, what an idiot. <laughs> Thank I didn't put you, Detroit in there.
1: Yeah, right. Uh, for what, what it's worth, I listened back because I was gathering some of this information. Uh-huh. And you called yourself a donkey for not putting the Rams in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> it stays true. There you go. True. Hey, uh, I mean they're still just a wild card, so who knows? True. Uh, overs and unders, oh, uh, Mr. 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 I Dewell. have. Mike you're covers. actually looking. You're looking really good for all of these. So this is Currently, the current record, right? Yeah, you're in better shape than me. All right, so for me, um, I, my yeah, overs go Were
0: Indianapolis over eight and a half? Currently, they're three and four.
1: So if they go eight and seven, or they'd have to go nine and six, basically to. To hit that. So it's still in play. And they're going to go 500 after beating Tennessee. So let's go.
0: Uh, Chicago Bears over seven and a half. They're at the same record, three and four.
1: Again, still in play. We really stayed close to the middle on these except for two teams. And then The the basketball ones, we really went to the two, like the high end and the low end of the spectrum. But for football, we really stayed in in the middle.
0: (laughs) And then my last over was Dallas over nine and a half. They're at five and one. Looking to go six and one, hopefully. I think that one's going to hit.
1: Oh, yeah. What do you think their final record will be 13 and four yeah I mean I, I thought my the man. exact same amount yeah that I had the exact same thought
0: they might lose a game to the NFC East maybe two and then you know something else happens maybe they might lose uh, to the Vikings because no deck press got press. yeah
1: yeah we'll get to that in a minute
0: uh, my unders were Houston over I mean under four. Now that's thank, still dangerous. Thank God Watson so hasn't played to this point because they are one
1: in six. Yeah. In that episode, I said, well, if Deshaun Watson plays, you're screwed because that's three wins on his own. And you said, that's fine because that's only three. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, Miami <laughs> under nine and a half. That look, that looking beautiful. One in six. looks killer,
1: except you had him making the playoffs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm winning one way or the other. Yeah, so. but
1: you absolutely crushed that one. You nailed that one.
0: And then Denver under eight and a half. And we Think highly of Denver, but yeah, their offense isn't great, but their defense looks great. Yeah, but they've lost four in a row now, so it's looking
1: even better yeah. for me. Them and the Panthers, Jesus Christ! Um, for, for again, so
0: <laughs> then Panthers. Let's hear about yeah. that now.
1: Again, so uh, in that episode, you and I both agreed. Like, look, you can still be a good team, and just have a losing record. And we thought that Denver, even though they have a pretty good team on paper, yeah. and I kind of like the coaching staff. I like Vic Fangio. I think he's a really good coordinator. I question if he's a good head coach, but I like him as a coach in general. We both agreed, like, you can be a good team and still be under 500 and still probably finish fourth in your division, and that's a really difficult division. Man. I mean, yeah, that, we've seen that a bunch of
0: times. There's either good teams that have 10-plus wins, but they can't get in because a division that's, like, NFC East is, like, under 500 they get in type of stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Which leads us to our next good team. good team with a a record that says otherwise. Um, we'll get to them in a second, but I had the uh, the New York Giants over two now. Uh, New York Giants over seven as my first pick. <laughs> what well, was my first over? It was my second pick. Giants over seven. They look, uh, uh, They fooled me again. Them <laughs> in high school, Harry, coaching the team. It just fooled me again. They're two and five.
0: Danny Dimes is not the future.
1: Oh, boy. Trash Can Dan. Uh, secondly, the car, uh, not the Cardinals, car. Oh, that's Carolina over seven and a half. York, they're Carolina three and Panthers. four. Yeah, my Carolina, I'll eat that one. Do you want to bury me in Panther Blue? That's fine. Um, I I don't know, man. I I was high on Matt Rule. Their defense looks pretty good. I'll talk to the the people over at Bank of America Stadium to see if we can get the, the Panther <laughs> hologram. Yeah, if you just get that Panther to just kill me, no, um, at your funeral, just have it go around. Yes, yeah. in, memor- in memoriam. <laughs> have it poop on my grave too. Um, so they're three and four. So that's still in play. I mean. It is. They've I mean, shown they can beat bad teams. Grant, that problem is they don't really have too many bad teams left on the schedule. They still got to play the bucks twice. The I mean, saints once
0: they lost to a high uh, school football coach in the Eagles. So we'll
1: <laughs> yeah. High school, Harry beat former temple coach, uh, Matt rule. But after, and all, then the,
0: after those two disappointing picks, your last picks sir.
1: I mean, this one could still miss. So last year, the Raiders, I took them mid-season over nine and a half, and they finished with like eight or nine wins. So let's not get our hopes up now. Um, I have the Raiders over seven. They're five and two. So congrats. A broken clock is right twice a day. Um,
0: They don't don't have a misogynistic, homophobic head coach anymore.
1: Yeah, Derek Carr is phenomenal, by the way. Oh, yeah. He's got to be like the biggest. Like he's not going to win like comeback player, like most improved or anything like that, but he has really taken a leap this year. Um my unders new Orleans under nine. They're currently four and two. So screw me. Jets are one and five. I have them under six. That looks like it'll hit. Even though Kurt angle, the head coach, seems like he's got that team heading the right direction. And then Minnesota is going to make me sweat. I have them under eight and a half because Joel took Dallas from me. Um, I was going to take right. Dallas under nine and a half, which was just going to be a donkey move, but Minnesota <laughs> under eight and a half. They're I three and you. three. I was like, yeah, you not yeah, save me from myself. <laughs> but they're under 3 so we're pretty much both going to break even on these. It feels like we're going to each hit 3 and then get 3 wrong. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> you'll get 4 right and get 2 wrong, but I think I at best I'm going to get 3.
0: I think we'll even out.
1: That, that's sit. that's the art of betting anyway. These are all betting lines. We didn't I actually put $5 on all my overs and unders, so <laughs> I pissed away 5 with the Giants and you're breaking at even. At least I broke even with the Jets. Oh, the, all the right. Jets. All right. So our next I segment sir. Oh, yeah. what were you we going to say? No, I was going to say I actually haven't chosen my picks for the next segment. So this is going to be fun.
0: Oh Yeah, I was just going to say our next segment is the Week 8 Picks. And we're going to do it live, live on the podcast. That Because we haven't picked it. So in real time, this this podcast might go another hour long because of this. But I promise it will go by
1: smoothly. Smoothly. Yeah. This is a um, loosey-goosey Friday. I'm looking forward to our top five, by the way. I'm really excited for that. Oh, yeah. I hate to um, tease something that's like not here yet, but I'm, I'm actually really – this is one of the best episodes as far as like good stuff and top five. We've had a good, strung of good episodes minus the car troubles we've That's, managed. This it. is 14 straight good episodes. Dude.
0: I mean, episode, uh, what was it? 11 or 10 was great.
1: Did we stop at 10? Probably the greatest side of all time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> greatest side of all time.
1: That was actually perfect. I was listening to that the other day. You know? <laughs> it it was question. episode 11. That was the one after the couple hiccups and we brought up the fact that that random question popped up. <laughs> I was going to make a fake mailbag question at the beginning of this one and say, did you stop at 13?
0: (laughs) I'm deceased. All right, let's go to week (laughs) 8 fix before I start dying again on on back-to-back episodes. Five episodes. Yeah. Um, We are currently 0-1 because we both picked the Cardinals yesterday. Oh, jeez. yeah. the Packers. Screw that. Did you get one more
1: loss? Because I said you were going to only get two wrong this week.
0: This is nonsense. All right. The early window games. First, we're going to go to Detroit as the Lions, the winless Lions, and Dan Campbell's team host the Philadelphia high school football team. Coached by Nick <laughs> Sirianni. Oh, boy. The line is minus three and a half for the Eagles, over under 48 points. Rob, sir, who do you have in this game? Lions. I have the Eagles. There's no, I cannot imagine that this is the first win for the Lions. And Jesus Christ, it it just
1: will be. Can I ask you a quick question? (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, actually, so this is like a three parter. The first two are pretty easy. (laughs) So, do you like Nick Sirianni? No. Do you want to like Nick Sirianni? Yes. How many coaches in the NFL currently would you take over him? Fireman Joe, this is unfair because he asked me this question this morning. I said twenty-seven. Are we talking? Oh okay. like current head coaches. So like
0: oh head coaches. Uh,
1: yeah. So I'm I I coaches said, in
0: general. I would take uh, well, a uh, hundred
1: enemy. Yeah, give me him. Give me uh, Doug Peterson. <laughs> so <laughs> no, I no, no, so no. So the only ones that I have beneath him are David Cully from the Texans, whoever's Gruden's replacement right now. I mean to do him Um bad. yeah, right. Urban Meyer because he's a creep. Um, Mike McCarthy <laughs> is a bumbling idiot. So those four are out, and then there was one more that I think is an idiot. Nick, Saban. Um, <laughs> oh, I would take Saban here in a heartbeat. Are you kidding me? Oh, <laughs> Joe Judge, another high school Harry. So uh, Sirianni, do, do you think he'll get a second year here?
0: Yeah, because he he inherited that team. It's not his. It's not his uh, uh, players quote-unquote. It's not his quarterback, and that's the caveat for every head coach. That fair. To yeah, that's team. also fair. It's not my it's not my quarterback. This is the team that I was inherited. I'm going to do what I can with this team, but this yeah. is not my team. Not my. Do you team think ever.
1: they're going to give Hurts another year? Because we mentioned again in the first episode, it seems like coach and quarterback are really kind of joined at the hip, although in this city, it seems like GM and quarterback are kind of tied at the hip.
0: Yeah. um, They'll give Hurts another... To answer your question this way, they're not going to cut him and they're not going to trade for him unless it's something of great value. They will keep Hurts yeah. and Minshew on the roster, but they will be drafting a quarterback, maybe it's two. It's
1: fucking pouring if outside right
0: now. If they draft two quarterbacks, one's definitely in the top five if they are in that pick. The other one will be late 6th to 7th round, and then maybe they trade Minshew or Hurts at that point for some picks. But for sure, Hurts will be back, but he'll have to win his job back because they're going to pick a quarterback in the first round.
1: With and first one hit. more, I'm sorry, before we move on. Yeah, um, so I'm just going to count out injury. Cause I obviously with injury, the answer to this question will be evident barring injury. So full health, no, even not even like he's knocked out for a couple of plays in the middle of a game and it changes. Do you think we see Gardner Minshew this season? Yes. Do you think, what circumstances do you think will make that work? Like, in what context do you think we'll see
0: him? In two scenarios. As early as this Sunday, by halftime, if the Eagles are struggling and down a couple scores and Hurts looks like dog shit, yeah. and yeah, you make the move then. Not even maybe a permanent move. You could, and then you can have Hurts start the next week. But you can have him, like what he did last season, come in a couple plays as Wentz stands on the sideline, you know? Yeah. Have them both play. That way, if not, by the bye week, if it's if they're stinking it up, by the bye week, make the move. And you say, look, the season's pretty much a watch. Let's see what we have in Minshew. And yeah. let's basically tank the season. That's the only two scenarios I see.
1: Now, do you think they know what they have in Minshew based on the fact that he had a couple of years, like a season and a half to play? Or do you think that they still don't know and they just and they're going to evaluate him with a clean slate? Because I think at this point they still uh, do. You, I mean, we don't even know what Jalen Hurts is at this point. I mean, we kind of know what he is right now. We don't know what he will be, unfortunately. But it seems like a confidence issue with Hurts
0: out there. It's just he just he said he can say all the right things and probably does everything in practice and in the yeah. drills. But when it's game time, it's like he is deer in headlights and he's shook out there. But he, for the Menchu question, I think they they have the resume and they see what he can do. Mm -hmm. but when it's game time, it's, he's probably flips the switch. So in practice, he's probably decent, but game time is a different animal.
1: I think you're probably right. That's a good point. So, and it's Um,
0: mania. So when the lights are on, he turns up.
1: My concern with Hertz is literally everything from the neck up is like what you want from a quarterback, aside from decision-making in game, like the makeup, the the moxie, the, yeah, the, 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 the one earring, the haircut. Um, no, but like, so his really? mentality, that dude is apparently not shook by anything. He's a hard worker and everything. I just worry he doesn't have the arm talent to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. He doesn't have the arm,
0: as Carson Wentz said. That's If you think he has the arm like Carson Wentz, you are fooling yourself.
1: Carson Wentz has a better yeah. arm. Uh, in, in fairness, Wentz is uh, wildly inaccurate at times. And oh, yeah. It, uh, when he was here, he obviously wasn't perfect, but he was more... Carson Wentz was more Josh Allen than he was Jalen Hurts. For sure. Let, let, let's... That's a really That's a fair wide point. spectrum to be on, but I think he like he's more of a franchise quarterback than a, let's see what this, this guy is and see if it, we can make it work with this guy quarterback. I Russia think won. they're hoping that they squint and they see Russell Wilson out there. I squint and I see Geno Smith out there. <laughs>
0: That's bad. And I
1: love Jalen Hurts. We're both on the record. I have his Jersey oh, hanging yeah, in yeah, my yeah. closet. I'm a huge Jalen Hurts fan. I, yeah. I want him to be good. And I wanted him to be good in college too. When he yeah. transferred to Oklahoma, and I was interested to see where he would go in the NFL. I wanted to watch him in the NFL anywhere but here. And naturally, he comes here. Yeah, the young black quarterback just doing
0: his thing. You want to root for the guy. Does all the right He's things, great. does all the right things, but yeah. it just doesn't translate on the field. Yeah, it's also saw. the scheme. It's yeah. the, the, the play calling, too, is not good. Yeah. That's don't a big the ball. part
1: of it as well. Yeah.
0: You're not running the ball, and he naturally is a runner.
1: Yeah, RPOs and quarterback runs do not count as running the ball. You have to establish the run. Another thing we said in episode one every coach says they want to establish the run, and they just don't. They run twice and they get away from it.
0: If I'm not mistaken, I think one of us, if not I, recalled that statement that you said with Mike McCarthy when he got introduced as a Dallas
1: Cowboys. Yeah, that's exactly what you said when McCarthy, when oh, yeah, we were, we're referencing feed
0: that. The, we're feeding Zeke yeah. the ball. Never exactly. fed him.
1: <laughs> Never fed him. Now he's just feeding him turkey, apparently, because he's fat.
0: But um, he fed them the night when the Eagles came through.
1: My that's because they were winning by so many. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. One more thing and we'll move on because uh, <laughs> it feels like we're harping on this. But there was a stat put out on Twitter today. It was Carson Wentz's first 11 starts with the Eagles versus Jalen Hurts's. Jalen's stats blow him away. Did you see this?
0: I think you sent – someone
1: sent I to I, I don't think I sent it to you. I They referenced it on the radio and I, I sought it out. I don't, I don't know mind. if I sent it to you, no, but no. his numbers are better than Wentz. But you got to keep in mind, dude, this guy has been playing in garbage time. Like He should just be wearing a waste management helmet because all of his yards and touchdowns are coming in games that are already determined. Wentz was playing in close games. They started 3-0 and that year. They beat the Browns. They beat the Bears on Monday Night Football. And then they beat the friggin' Steelers week three, uh, Wentz's rookie season. And when you watched him, you thought he had it. And he also had crap to throw to. He was throwing the ball to Doriel Green, Beckham, and Jordan Matthews. Meanwhile, Hurts has the Heisman Trophy winner. He's got Dallas Goddard, is a better tight end probably right now than Hurts was at that point. And he's also got you know Rager and Watkins and these guys. I, I don't know. And a capable running backs. Yeah. They don't get used. I don't even know who the Eagles' running back – was it Ryan Matthews that year? It's Matthews and Smallwood, I'm pretty sure. Gainwell, Gainwell on his own is better than both those guys. And he's the Eagles' number two. And Boston Scott's better than both. Whatever. And, and we, I believe we have a better offensive line. Or at least more athletic. Some of the same guys. Line. I think the Wentz line may have been better. But, again, this is all moot. Um, moving Biers. on. Yeah, Peter, whatever. He's on the Bears now.
0: Um, really enough. One last thing before we touch it. That Josh Allen comparison. Um, Carson Wentz was... More of Josh Allen for sure than
1: Hertz is now or ever will be, and I think Wentz right now is also more Josh Allen than Hertz ever will be.
0: Then and now, so yeah, and
1: it's, yeah, we
0: can't. It is what it is, and people want it. Like I, I think you and I are on the same page. We wanted Wentz
1: out of here, but yeah. Well, I, in fairness, I really wanted Howie out of here. I kind of wanted Doug to stay. I just I wanted Doug to be the constant, whether it meant with Hertz or with Wentz, because he made it work with Hertz last year. I wanted, if you were going to force me to pick one of the three, I was going to say, Doug, independent of Carson's contract. Carson, obviously, with that huge cap hit, if he gets traded, I kind of wanted to um, uh, kind of avoid that, especially with the cap held that they're in now. But yeah. I, I kind of wanted, I would have prioritized Doug because hes he showed that he could win with other quarterbacks and he showed that he could be competitive with Hurts. Uh, it's yeah. just, I guess he clashed with ownership.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. They... Ownership and how we just run that team and you it's you're sad. just basically the puppet and the face to get all the wrong about it. But anyway, yeah, let's just move on. We just did one pick and we went on an Eagles tangent for like forty minutes. Uh, but yeah, that's Yeah. I think it's, that it's was a disappointing good. season though. That was
1: good conversation. We didn't we haven't really previewed any Eagles games in the last few weeks aside from like just saying, Hey, they're gonna suck. So I think that was a good deep dive into kind of the problems with the Eagles. Halfway um, into the season. Yeah, let's dive into the problems with my favorite team. The Carolina Jesus uh, not her. Jesus Christ. Jesus. Carolina Panthers are I have hockey on the brain because I was going to tease you later. Um, oh, Panthers God. are traveling to Atlanta. Atlanta currently minus three, the over under 47 and a half. Who do you like in this game?
0: Atlanta at home. Give me that. 1,000%.
1: So far, we differ on both of our picks.
0: Are you writing these down?
1: Yes, I am. I'm writing mine. I'll write yours down. All
0: right. Okay, perfect
1: um and uh i like the panthers
0: bias your team I,
1: I just think their defense is better than the falcons defense and i think the offenses are relatively similar
0: i just heard you say the same thing the past four weeks is
1: insert not falcons the next team
0: and you <laughs> lost every single time
1: i listened to the preview we did for the week <laughs> that the panthers play the cowboys and i said well when they're, it's this close you rank the four units and the Panthers' defense is the best unit of the four. And then they got absolutely trounced by Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. And Matt Ryan and Ridley is just going to do the same thing. But yeah, Kyle like- Pitts. Kyle Pitts with a huge week last week, by the way. Good I to mean- see him kind of blossoming in front of our eyes. Not like the flower that Sirianni drew on the board, but like an actual flower in a garden somewhere. <laughs> Kyle Pitts is an animal, dude. Yeah, good for him. I um,
0: agree. It sucks that he's at the Atlanta, though. but Yeah, local product. Um, next game, Miami. And Tua heading down to Buffalo, who you got minus 14 Buffalo over
1: under 48 and a half. Uh, I'm going to go Buffalo here, but I think Miami covers that.
0: I have Buffalo as well.
1: Yeah, I I think it'll be a closer game than that suggests. That's actually, I don't know if that's a mistype on my behalf. I thought, so when I was looking through these, I thought it was going to be like eight. And I was kind of predicting them before I typed them. That might be, that feels like a really irresponsible line unless somebody's out that we're not aware of and no it's 14 jesus
0: that looks nasty
1: i'm taking the 14th that game.
0: and this is if i'm not mistaken i'm gonna do a real quick here i want to say right. this is the fifth game this week that is a division game and these division games are toss-ups yes they're all toss-ups because they know each other well they see each other twice a year so, they studied those teams the most. So, the, I think this is five of them. This is
1: back-to-back.
0: We have Miami, AFC East, I believe. and Yeah, we do have five. NFC, we have the NFC yeah. South.
1: Yeah, uh, division games are always the most competitive.
0: So, so you're on to something that this will be closer than the line suggests at minus 14.
1: Now, Buffalo has just beaten the doors off of everybody this year except for the Steelers week one and except for the Titans. Their two losses have been dangerously close, and all of their wins, it seems like, have been blowout. So, I mean, Buffalo could also just run away with this one, especially at home. True.
0: True. But we said that I do about like, that in week yeah. one, and they, and
1: they lost. Yeah, we were both wrong about that. <laughs> All right, next up, we have San Francisco traveling to Chicago. The cool. Niners are currently four-point favorites on the road, over under 39 and a half. That is, I believe, the lowest total of the week, 39 and a half, which tells you either a lot about the defenses or a lot about the offense (laughs) or a lot about the head coaches. Um,
0: Um, Who do you like? I'll take the under on that. Really? Um, Yeah. I'm getting Chicago on this one.
1: It is starting to get a little colder and Chicago is one of those windy, cold places. So that could affect the kicking as well. So I think that's maybe part of the thought. And I like your thought on also taking the under when it's that low. I'm almost tempted to take the under. I'm going to go. No, I'm going to take the bears too. There you
0: go. All right, next game AFC North division game. Pittsburgh heading to Cleveland. Cleveland is minus three and a half. The over under here is 42. Rob, who do you have?
1: This this is a tough one. Is Baker Mayfield back? Let's do a quick. He didn't play last week, but Case Keenum held his up. He looked really good. If Baker's back, I'm going to take the Browns. No, you know, it's a labrum. Even if he is back, he's not very good. I'm going to go Pittsburgh. He's, I think. No, no, no.
0: According to DK Nation or DraftKings, as of seven hours ago, Baker Mayfield has been taken off the injury report and will start against the Steelers despite a broken femur bone. So that's a savage right there.
1: I'm still going Pittsburgh.
0: And CBS Sports also says Baker Mayfield to start against Steelers. Antonio Brown
1: ruled out for Bucks, and that's all. Bucks. I'm still going to go Pittsburgh.
0: I will. I already go... it's in
1: it's in ink. I can't erase it.
0: <laughs> I'm going with Cleveland on this one.
1: All right, this is gonna be a big week. One of us is gonna go down to flames. The other one's gonna go up to the clouds, or we'll just both go five hundred.
0: Son, I'm not aiming for the clouds. I'm aiming for the yeah, moon.
1: All these division games, this is pretty tough
0: yeah um,
1: um next up the tennessee titans at the indianapolis colts this is probably one of my favorite matchups from year to year between divisional teams recently yeah of course yeah last two three years um and another eight, game, yeah yeah indy minus two and a half over under 50 and a half um i think that'll be a good game
0: oh very good game and at indy too i think that's the first matchup
1: i believe it's for no they played early this year didn't they
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- they did. They, they did, played, did. I
1: think, like week two or week three. Because
0: last they, season it was they were.
1: They played two like two out apart. of the last four, yeah.
0: Yeah, they were two weeks apart. And they were both thrilling games.
1: Yeah, this is a really this is one of my favorite matchups.
0: I'm gonna take who do I have down here? I have Tennessee. But let me think this one through. Tennessee has been uh, looking pretty good lately lately.
1: They have looked very good lately. Yeah, I'm that going with coach, Tennessee. Mike uh, Vrabel is one of the more like He's got like a set of balls on him. Like you can tell when a coach believes in his players as much as the players believe in the coach. And I think that's truly reciprocated between him and his team and his team and him. I think it's one of the, he might have as much coaching security of anybody in the league right now. I'm going to go. Who like are you taking? Belichick? I think it goes Belichick, Reed, Tomlin, McKay. him. Oh, McVay too, I guess. Arians. Sirianni. So do you oh. like the Titans this week?
0: Yeah, I like the Titans slightly over hmm. because Carson Wentz is a turnover poppy, but Ryan Tannehill is no uh, no slouchy either, and he Man. likes to run the ball too. When you they have both Derek do. Henry. I,
1: if you really want to get saucy, I would probably parlay at any time touchdown for each quarterback.
0: I'm going. If I had to do that, I would just I would lean more towards Tannehill than Wentz. Wentz would probably run it and fumble it.
1: So if you want to get saucy with this game, parlay two touchdowns for each running back: Jonathan Taylor and Derrick Henry. Or partly a touchdown for each QB. You want to get real saucy? This is impossible. Get real saucy. Both quarterbacks and running backs to score touchdown.
0: Yes. Look at that.
1: Let's Ooh. go with with the money line. I, I was impressed by the Colts on Sunday.
0: They looked pretty good. They looked. They looked terrific. Is yeah. looking great.
1: He looks a lot more like himself. I am going to go. I'm going to go Indy.
0: At home, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think when just picking. Oh, damn it. I'm not going to want to watch that game. They have an ugly field, like the ugliest field in the entire league. They got to do something about it. I, I it can't, can't watch that game. And, yeah.
0: WFT. That yeah, field alone true. is tremendous.
1: It does just looks like a high school a, field.
0: Just ask RG3. <laughs> <laughs> and <next>. I <It>, love <laughs> right, you, to Say.
1: <laughs> I was just going to say it looks even worse when you're lying down on it. So. There we go, we broke him.
0: Oh my goodness. <laughs> all right. Hold on. <clears throat> Next game,
1: Cincinnati at the New Jersey Jets. <laughs> I thought I lost connection for a second there. I was actually checking DraftKings to see if you could parlay all those together.
0: Uh I'm sure. Oh, Fanduel, you can anytime touchdowns. Yeah. Oh, that's
1: right, Fanduel, you can. Fanduel's better. Um, um,
0: you said it out loud, and you said it recording. So, because Rob, let, let's side note, Rob is a big DraftKings guy. I'm a big Fanduel guy. I've had and more he's success admitted, on DraftKings. He's never admitted that no, Fanduel is a little bit better, and he's had more success. <laughs> and he says it on there that oh, it's a little bit better. He can do parlays with anytime oh, touchdowns. It's, it's
1: much, it's much cleaner to look at. Oh, by the way, no Julio Jones on Sunday.
0: I just made my pick, bro. What the heck?
1: I wrote it in. Oh, shit. I wrote Andy anyway. You're taking Tennessee. Yeah,
0: I'm taking Tennessee. Um, yeah, next game is Cincinnati Bengals. they number one seeded Cincinnati Bengals against the New York that plays the New Jersey Jets. The line is minus 10 and a half one of Oof. the bigger ones. I think the second biggest one.
1: Second, sec, uh, third biggest because the, you got the team we haven't mentioned yet. Plus, we have um, earlier we have Buffalo fourteen.
0: Oh uh, yeah, I, yeah, I missed the one that's right next to it. Um, over under forty three. Rob, who do you have
1: in this game? Bengals versus Jets. Um, I go Bengals. I mean, I'm not going to overthink this one. Same, Bengals. Jamar Chase. I can't get over how good he's looked this year. Dude. I I during the draft I wanted them to take Panay Sewell the um the offensive tackle just to keep burrow alive yeah because i figured you could have jamar chase wide open downfield but it doesn't matter if burrow's or on a sideline with a sling yeah and yeah. Uh, meanwhile you could have tyler Boyd or t higgins running away downfield with burrow with time in the pocket i you know in hindsight sure they made the right pick so good for them for sticking to their guns and getting somebody that likes uh, the quarterback if um not, since, if, since he's gonna blow them out if i'm not mistaken did we touch on that that is that gonna be the new trend going forward we did yeah another because one the first episode
0: with, Tua and Waddle, I believe. Yeah, and
1: Hurts and Smith.
0: And then... Uh, and um the
1: Lawrence and ETN.
0: Yeah. So I think that's the triangle forward. those connections. Are good. Well, not for well, yeah. ETN because he's injured. And then obviously Tua's been hurt. And then Devontae Smith, that was one game against the Falcons. But they really yeah. haven't been doing so much lately.
1: Um, for what it's worth, Jonathan Taylor, true. two touchdowns. Derrick Henry, two touchdowns, plus 1492. So well, I'm taking maybe worth looking answer.
0: into. I'll take that. Uh, so yeah, we're both taking the Bengals. Yes, Rob. Who's next
1: on the next lineup? up? We have up the, the early window. Los Angeles Rams heading to Houston to take on the Texans. Rams minus fifteen and a half over under forty seven.
0: After seeing how they played against the Detroit line, that line looks crazy. Um, I'll probably take the over, and the Rams look shook. It, is there any breaking news?
1: No, I was just looking. The odds for Carson Wentz and Ryan Tannehill to each score a touchdown is plus 32-61. So you get better odds with that than he The two running backs getting two touchdowns apiece? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you get... Could, you could...
0: And we've lost Rob. Oh, no, we didn't.
1: <laughs> no, 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 you didn't. I, I'm with you. I think Rams plus the over. Yeah. I'm not overthinking that one either.
0: Um, next game, the late window, the four o'clock games. We have New England traveling to the Los Angeles Clippers. That joke will never get old, actually. The it Chargers, never will. The Chargers. It's old to the
1: listener, but not to us.
0: Yeah, the Chargers. Justin Herbert, friend of the show, hosting the New England Patriots. Chargers surprisingly are minus four in this game. Rob,
1: who do you have? I thought that would be wider. Yeah. When I, I thought. Somebody yeah. must be
0: hurt. Somebody must be hurt on. Yeah.
1: The well, I think Eckler was questionable. Uh, but he was taken off the injury report today. Um, I don't don't know. I'm having one of those hunches again. Oh, my goodness.
0: I'm going to go with the Chargers. I'm going to keep it simple.
1: Uh, I don't know. I kind of have a hunch.
0: Oh, this hunch. It's
1: it's like my tick. It's like my... Yeah, Timmy. Uh, It's like my Tourette's tick. (laughs)
0: Oh.
1: Hey, yo. No, I went at that. I've already made a couple bold ones. Of course, we're we're gonna not, stick... For full disclosure, we are not making fun of anyone who has ticks or Tourette's. No, I'm just South Park fans. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Chargers as well, just because I can't be wrong again. I have a feeling I'm going to be wrong about one of the other ones we differ on. So.
0: And that's the sound of you texting me saying, New England. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I knew I should have done it. <laughs> um, nice next up, game. we have this is a good one, too. This might be another hunch game. Jacksonville Jaguars heading to Seattle. This is Trevor Lawrence's first like real loud stadium he's going to be playing in since college. Um, Seattle, where they pump in the crowd noise. Seattle minus three and a half, over under 44. No Russell Wilson again. um, I believe he's still at least a week away, if not a week away from being a week away. Um, Jags at Seahawks. This is um, a rematch from the game in 2017 when Cam Robinson tried to fight somebody on the field. Um, when the Seahawks and um, Jaguars got into a fight in the fourth quarter.
0: (laughs) I don't remember.
1: I remember a little bit about it. The Jaguars were in the teal uniform. Something happened, and Cam Robinson ran across the field to try to fight somebody. (laughs) I think a fan got involved, too, or like a coach or something. Something weird happened.
0: A tremendous donkey in that. Um, I'm going to go with the Jacksonville Jaguars.
1: I'm going to go Seattle. He looks shook. He looks shook. No, I I love how bold that is. Um, next,
0: our favorite, one of our favorite teams, the, the WFT Red, Red Bulls, Red Wolves, whatever they could be, Corruptions, Corruptions, um, House of Cards, heading to Denver, <laughs> Denver, Mile High, against the four straight losing Denver Broncos. Denver is minus three. Who do you have, Rob? Mm.
1: The silence is deafening.
0: This is a tough one. I see your your steam coming out of your head, and you're like working hard. Mm. Get a visor. Put the pen on your on the visor. Oh, no,
1: you're right. I should put them on my glasses. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with Denver. I think this will be a game where they kind of get back on track. Negative, sir. You like I'm the football team? Yeah, the football team. Football team. Imagine that team with Tua. <sighs> that could be a possibility. It'd be interesting. I, I, gets there. Yeah, that's like something that. to look out for. Now, uh, for what it's worth, uh, Brian Flores came out, I believe, today and said that Tua will be the starting quarterback for the remainder of the season.
0: Oh, look, wait. Because you said Tua is going to be at FedEx Field, I think Tua will be looking up from the ground saying, why did it come here? In a sling. Another running Uh, quarterback hurt.
1: Poor Tua. Um, All right, last game in the 4 o'clock window. Another tough one. Another divisional one. The fifth divisional game of the week. We have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the New Orleans Saints. Tampa Bay currently minus four and a half. The over-under is 50. Joel, if I may. This was the week one matchup in the four o'clock window last year, the Buck and Aikman window. Tampa Bay went down the field, scored on their first possession with a Tom Brady sneak, and I bet them to win the Super Bowl then and there, and I took a shower. So (laughs) fond memories. I came back from the shore that day. Um, Um, It's amazing the memories you, you retain and the ones you don't.
0: That over under is fifties.
1: Mm. I feel like it's gonna be a shootout. Famous Jameis, um, are they playing in New Orleans or in Jacksonville? They're they're back in New Orleans. Mark Ingram will most likely play on Sunday. By the way, will mean shit.
0: <laughs> I have Tampa Bay, but it will mean for the the over under. So he will be scoring.
1: I think this is gonna be a high scoring game. Um taking the over on that. So, yeah, I have Tampa. So, yeah, four and a half. Is it, so, it's actually 49 and a half. It has dropped just a smidge. Um, I'm still smashing the over. This is like in the 54, 55 territory. It's just first mad. touchdown score, Mark Ingram, plus 2,400 value of the week. I'm taking it. <laughs> I'm going to go Tampa, but that's just because Tampa, I think, is better.
0: Yeah. All right. Our Sunday night football with your boy, Chris Collins,
1: right? Waiting all day for Sunday night. Mike Francesa said nobody's been waiting for anything. They've been watching football for eight hours. <laughs> Greatest thing I've heard in the past two weeks. He's not um, wrong.
0: He's not wrong either. Trust <laughs> me. And
1: I uh, think they give Torico this game with no Dak Prescott. Yeah. I got the last one right when I predicted that. How Michaels is like, come on now. Oh, fuck wow. that. I'm going to golf.
0: Yeah. Um, Dallas heading to Minnesota against Kirk family member cousins Minnesota is surprisingly minus two and a half because they Dallas doesn't have Dak yeah. 53 and a half though is the over under that so is believe, really high they believe this is going to be a shootout <laughs> I believe this is going to be it might be close but it'll be under but it'll be like 24-24 heading into the fourth it's always these shootouts with Minnesota it might be overtime too Um, I have Dallas
1: Dude, I am hammering the under in that game are you shitting me with that 53-and-a-half with one starting quarterback? I'm going to go Minnesota.
0: We differed a lot this uh, this week.
1: Yeah, we're getting into that time of the year where the these are becoming more difficult, it seems.
0: And now, Rob, our last game of the week eight.
1: Monday night football.
0: No one waits for Monday night football.
1: We're not waiting for this one. I'll be watching Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> um, Why is The that? New York Giants Ooh. at... Kansas City Chiefs. High school Harry against the Super Bowl winning coach Andy Reid. It's only 10, which is kind of concerning. Kansas City minus 10, over under 52.5. This just screams a get-right game.
0: (laughs) I have. I didn't even pick this team. I didn't even pick.
1: I'm tempted to pick the Giants. I'm very tempted. got a hunch? I'm getting a hunch. Kansas City's defense can't stop a nosebleed. I mean, you're... I'm not going to tell you no, because I think you might be onto something with is that. Is
0: Mahomes playing?
1: Uh, Yeah. Uh, so, uh, for what I've read, Al Michaels is doing that game. The Eagles got fucking Kenny Albert again. I can't watch a football game with Kenny Albert commentating. And Jalen Hurts with a total hmm. shock. Oh. Good Lord. Sounds right, like uh, he's in a plastic bag when he speaks.
0: I am very tempted to pick the Giants, but safe pick. I'm going to go with Kansas City. We're going to be and kicking ourselves. They will not cover that ten.
1: You know what? I think that's a good like middle ground. They won't cover that
0: ten, and it definitely—I'm smashing the under on that.
1: It's too—it's ah. too close of a line for me to think Kansas City's going to cover that. If it were fourteen and a half, I would think they cover it. When it's that close, they must be onto something. I wonder if Sharps bought it down a little bit. Saquon playing—he's out. And they don't, I mean, running backs are so interchangeable at this point. I'll take Booker scored a touchdown on Sunday against the Panthers, I believe. Your Panthers, I, I'm gonna go Kansas City as well. I, I just think it'll be it, it might be an ugly win, like a 21 10 game. So I guess they would cover in that case, but like I think it'll be an ugly, weird, uh, stupid game. They wouldn't cover that game. if not. I think Mahomes goes for 900 and they get right. If it's Kansas 21-10. City's gotta get hot at some point. I mean, this is the do or die one—the
0: turnaround yeah, game. Like I think said. you're right.
1: I I think I respect the hunch that you're getting because I can understand it.
0: Like I Giants, it's like you you write these teams off. Like we wrote off Tennessee yeah. against Kansas City. We wrote off Buffalo. I, well, against Kansas who, who's
1: City. we? Who's we? I uh, mean, uh, we didn't do a pod last week, but I I had the
0: Titans beat Kansas City. Well, I'm talking about the Bills versus Kansas City. I think yeah. we might have had that as well, but I had
1: that one wrong. Everybody else had it right.
0: Yeah, I think I had that one,
1: right? <laughs> you, yeah, you you nailed that one. Um, Yeah. So, um, What do you think? What's up? I'm sorry. Uh, what do you think will be the game of the week? We actually forgot to ask this on a couple of the previous ones. But what do you think it'll be the game of the week? Game of the week. Like the oh. most entertaining game of all of these. Oh, okay. I
0: thought, like, you know, that primetime, like, America's game of the week.
1: Oh, uh, a game of the week, and whatever Buck and Aikman have, which will probably be Tampa Bay, New Orleans. And Nance and Romo probably have Cleveland, Pittsburgh. The most
0: exciting one? I want to say Tennessee and Indy.
1: I'm going to go. Yeah, I'm going to go with that one, too. Uh, Nance and Romo do have Cle- uh, Cleveland, Pittsburgh. Actually, uh, Buck and Aikman have. Oh, Buck might be doing the. Uh, M- yeah. Uh, doing Buck baseball. is doing. Yeah, Buck's doing baseball. So Joe Davis has that game with Troy Aikman. Oh, then for sure I'm changing it.
0: I'm going to go with I love Dallas. Joe Davis. I'm going with Dallas and Vikings. That'll be the exciting game of the week.
1: Oh, you don't know why Al Michaels is doing that game? Because it's indoors. He won't get his cold. <laughs> He's probably got an enlarged prostate, and he can't really do the cold stadiums.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. The bashing. All our, right. Our Trust the Parlay segment, buddy. Lock, Dog, and late. Who do you got?
1: Uh, Which one you- would you like to start with? Lock.
0: Yeah. Do you want to share the locks, then the dogs and the lay? Yes. Yeah,
1: Yeah, that's fine. Um, Lock of the week for me is going to be Dallas, Minnesota under 53 and a half.
0: I'm tempted to agree with you, but I feel like that's going to be those close 24, 27 might go into overtime with a field goal.
1: You know, I love it when the primetime games go into overtime because there's nothing else to watch after. So the more football, the better. And then it just kind of bleeds into Sunday night football once it's over.
0: Yeah, coverage anyway. That'll be um, a fun.
1: That that'll be a good game. I mean, it's weird because because of the circumstances Cooper Rush could be playing, but do do I get the ability to change my pick if Dak plays? Because if Dak plays, I'm absolutely taking Dallas. But Minnesota with no Dak, I'm not taking them. That's setting a deadly precedent. That's uh, fine. It's in pen. I'm gonna go Minnesota. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to it.
0: Um, I will have my lock is under 48 points in the Eagles Lions game
1: I oh I could that. I could absolutely see that that's a lock what do you think the final will be 1710 mm. feels like they never beat the Lions in Detroit seven actually 20 to 10. they they lost on Thanksgiving that one year they lost the Ryan Matthews fumble game they just oh, lose God. to the Lions all the time
0: Except for when we they played in the snow here.
1: Yeah, and they beat him a couple years ago. I'm sorry, no, the Lions beat him two years ago here. Or was that three? It was an eighteen. Lions beat him. We got back from the shore that weekend too. Lions beat him. That was a game Aguilar almost caught the touchdown like a minute left. And what happened? He dropped it. Yep. Um you want to do underdog? I haven't picked one. I got I got it narrowed down to three though. Do you have a lay? Uh lay I do, yes. All right, so My lay this
0: week will be Cincinnati minus 10.5 over the Jets. I'm going
1: to lay the 15.5 with the Rams. They did not cover last week, (sighs) which makes me think they they cover big this week. I don't know
0: about that one.
1: Uh, Houston stinks.
0: Not as bad as a winless team as Detroit. Yeah, but Detroit has
1: like a set of balls on them. I don't think Houston has a pulse.
0: (laughs) I mean, I guess so, because they do play hard for Dan Campbell.
1: They do, yeah. We've got to put a nickel in the jar. We said it this episode. <laughs>
0: now that I say that out loud, my Eagles pick looks foolish.
1: No, I think that'll be – I, I, I think know, Detroit actually... might win this now. Oh, jeez. I'll tell you what, if you change your mind by Sunday and Dak turns out he's playing, we can we can trade we'll, those. We'll, we'll, we'll negotiate. We'll, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll negotiate. Agree. Um.
0: Um. All right, and our dog of the week, who do you have, sir? Or do you not pick one yet? Um, I have mine locked.
1: uh, If you want to go first, that's fine.
0: My dog. I
1: have it down to two.
0: Because we don't do these podcasts in video, I have already mentioned this. and You might catch on, but I picked this team to win, and you gave me a befuddled look
1: just like that. Oh.
0: And then you've even said it was bold. So I am going to stick with the Jacksonville Jaguars beating you know the Seattle Seahawks in Seattle.
1: They were my dog a couple of weeks ago, weren't they, when they beat Houston? So I mean, in if London. they want to go, they want to go 2-0 as the dog, it's fine. I'm going to lock in. So the Panthers feels cheap because I picked them all year. And because that that really should be a toss-up. So I'm going to lock in the Detroit Lions as my dog.
0: I like The it. Detroit
1: Lions. I'm sorry, what was your lock? Uh, under 48
0: points in that game, that Lions-Eagles game. Uh, we we both might <laughs> hit.
1: And then Cincinnati, you're Florida laying Cincinnati. 10. Yeah. Cool. All right, sorry, I'm trying to keep up here. No, oh, you're good, you good. So my dog is the Lions. Your dog is the Jacksonville Jaguars.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: All right. Uh, do you have any wagers lined up this weekend? You're taking a week off, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm taking a week off, but I
0: might yeah. do that. Derrick Henry, Taylor, and possibly Ten Hill anytime. Yeah, uh,
1: I'm going to go small this weekend, if anything. I uh... And if I
0: can, I'll throw an interception for once, if I can
1: yeah. add that in there. Uh, wait, so we did this a few weeks ago. What's up? I'm going to do it live on the pod. I have two parlays, $1 a piece. Oh, oh, uh, okay. First basket parlays. Forget who I picked. I'm pretty sure in the Toronto game, I have Gary Trent Jr. Uh-huh. That it wasn't him. Okay. Damn. Uh, the Charlotte game, I forget who it was. I'm just gonna check DraftKings. Wow, so I missed on my first one dollar parlay. Um, I'm gonna probably parlay Wentz and Tannehill to each have touchdowns, and then parlay the two running backs to each have two.
0: Mm-hmm. Let's
1: see. Um... Uh, all right, over three. Okay. I had Fred Van VanVleet, Kevin Durant, Damian Lillard that missed. Gary Trent Jr., Joe Harris, Bam Adebayo, all three missed. So sorry. Luck has run out. Top five. Top five 76 jersey. All right. Now, for yeah. the listeners, we may need to describe these. I'm sure some people listening will understand. Oh, yeah, the 2015 away jersey. They'll probably know when we mention them, but we may have to describe these for the people outside. So um, do you want to do five 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 four four, et cetera, et cetera.
0: Yeah. Um, for that, because it's gonna be hard for the listeners to fully grasp it. I'll post it on the stories. Okay. Two stories of like our top five 76ers, and then it'll be like a poll. Who, who Do you like it? Do you like my top five? And then for your post, do okay. you like yours? And we'll compare and contrast on the. All right, one. let's do that.
1: Cool. Um, who, would, who do you want to start?
0: Me or you? Um, I can start if you want. Okay. Let's start okay. at five. We'll start at five. I have the NBA.com. Website. Oh, I sound so old when I just did. Stuff.
1: <laughs> I have the internet. I even have Internet Explorer up. Just go. There we oh go. Oh my goodness! I'm Two dying. in one episode.
0: All right. I have NBA.com. I have on the site the 76ers history jerseys. So this is not like a complete because you know there's probably other jerseys out there. But I'll. I wish I screen. found
1: that because I was like just looking on Google. And I was hoping I would find pictures.
0: I'll share it with
1: you. Okay, I'm gonna send you I'm gonna text you mine as well.
0: There you go.
1: Oh, that's a good idea. There you go. Does that work? All right. So Joel has his fifth one
0: set to go up. All right. No, it will. I'm just scrolling. So my fifth one is the two thousand and nine to two thousand fifteen jerseys. Let me see if okay. I can find that right here. I clearly didn't. I think
1: that. I know which ones you're talking about. I He's hated right those. I could not fucking stand those because <laughs> wow. they they were synonymous with losing, and I hated those white <laughs> ones.
0: Well, that's the thing. I didn't like the white ones. I liked the red ones. And yeah, the red ones were nice. a young Drew Holiday in that picture with a young Igodala, <laughs> both championship players, <laughs> ironically yeah. enough.
1: Yeah, go figure. <laughs> I didn't like the white ones. I did like the reds, which they stopped wearing when they stopped winning. I think the last time they wore the reds was, I think, game seven against Boston 2012. And then from that point forward, they only went with white and blue for some reason. Um, Number five for me Uh is going to be, I don't know what year it was. It was in the mid to late 90s. They wore red away jerseys. Now, this was when Allen Iverson was a rookie. So it was right before they started wearing the black ones in the midnight uh, one nope keep going uh next one down this one so those ones right there so they were red they had blue num- oh jesus christ they had blue numbers with <laughs> white a lettering. white outline yes and then white lettering with a blue outline and then on the shorts on the right side of it so it was red with um a blue middle on the shorts and then white striping as well with yep. some uh the sixers logo on the right pant leg so i liked those a lot the white ones were very nice too
0: yeah, I like the one. That's a young Allen Iverson on Michael Jordan in the in this picture. Of course, yeah. it's not great for audio, but if this was video, this would be right. We might, you know,
1: we may as well clip this and throw it on YouTube. All
0: right. Um, what'd you go it? Number, that's a good one. That's not a bad choice, though. I like it. I do like that a lot. Yeah, those are that's very That's probably nice. like an honorable mention for me. I do have
1: one honorable mention.
0: Uh, for me, number four, the... City edition, white jerseys, the 2017-2018. Uh, let me see if I can scroll it. It just had the simple white, but it had the fill-up, but it was like a a different font. I believe J.J. really mm-hmm. rocked it. Here it is, yep. this one right here. This one I liked. Something about it, I don't know. Simple, like the, the font was a little kind of ital- italicized. Yeah. I can't even speak. So yeah, that's my number four.
1: That is a picture from one of the playoff games. Um number 4 for me is attended. going to be the 2018-2019 earned edition jersey. So the earned edition jerseys were um they were introduced as like for the teams that made the playoffs the previous year. Now if you find a picture of the 18-19 city edition, this one? It was, it was so it's that one right there the the gray one. Yeah. However, they changed the coloring on it to make it white with blue stripes. So in 18-19 the gray jerseys were like the rocky jerseys. And that was the city edition. And then earned was the white one. The creed Um, one. Yeah. uh, Yeah, whatever it was. Um, But they made the earned edition were the ones that the Sickers wore in the playoffs for the most part. I actually just texted a picture of it. Uh, So it was white with the blue stars going around the number in the middle. And I thought it was very clean looking.
0: That is.
1: It was the first white one that they had that didn't really have like stripes all over. Yep. Exactly.
0: That's not bad. I
1: I really enjoyed those. I thought they were so clean looking. I
0: like that. Good one. All right. Number three, I believe, right? We're on? Yes. yes. Number three, vintage. So this is in the Hardware Classics. This is Ooh. a 2003, 2004 right here. I've ha- I've owned this jersey. I think I've too. a bunch, bunch of jerseys, and it's the two-tone jersey where it's white on the top, and on the bottom half it's red with the red lettering that says Filla with the red number. I don't like the shorts. I'm not a fan of the shorts. They're just white with a – Yeah, the
1: shorts were a little top. odd.
0: But this is Allen Iverson. He can rock anything. Um, yeah, this is my
1: number three. I, I've owned this jersey. Yeah, I did too. I still have one here, actually. It's in my closet right now.
0: And it was number three.
1: Uh, I apropos because it's a picture of Allen Iverson with number three. Uh, number three for me is going to be the Iverson era, the black jerseys. Um. Uh. Those are just a staple. I know a lot of people prefer the white ones because they had like a gold name on the front. Uh But the black ones, to me, the memory that I have of those jerseys is them beating. The uh, early 2000s, when they were in the finals. The memory I have, yep, that's the exact reason. Because the memory I have is them beating the Lakers in the black jerseys in LA. (laughs) And that's why I love those jerseys so much.
0: That's fun. The
1: white one's very nice too, even with the black letters on them instead of the gold letters.
0: Well, you've already touched on my number one. That is my number one favorite jersey of all the time. The black. It's a staple. It's yeah. It's synonymous with '76 ers and Allen Iverson and the stomp, the walkover, uh, title. Yeah. All synonymous.
1: I know they're not perfect, and I, it's a weird embodiment of that time period. But it, I've really enjoyed those jerseys. It's also if you look at them, they're a little bit different like stylistically. Yeah. Because the shoulders are a little wider than the, than regular jerseys would be, they're usually like more tank top ish. Like this those one. ones are wider. Yeah. At like the next season
0: was a little bit more with that. I think that's Ellen Brand. Um, All right, what are we on number two? Yeah, number two. So we already touched on my number one. So number two, uh, is this new look vintage unseen jersey from the, the city new series. city edition? The new city. That's actually edition.
1: my number two also.
0: And. Rob sent me a picture. Uh I'll throw it up on the Instagram. But uh it is beautiful. Uh let me see if I can Robbie, if you want to take it away.
1: So yeah, so I'll describe it. Um, so it, it's going to be a navy blue jersey. So unless obviously this is a false jersey, but Charles Bassey accidentally leaked it on the Instagram, <laughs> on his Snapchat, I believe. It's a navy blue jersey with sixers across the front and like a little bit of like a different kind of like a block font on the sides, like on the like underneath your armpits. It's got red, orange, green, blue, like little squares. And those squares are similar to the logo of the Spectrum, which was where the Sixers and Flyers used to play on the Spectrum logo. And when the Sixers play in these jerseys, I'm led to believe that they're actually going to have a floor that mirrors what the Spectrum floor looked like. Because Chris Heck, who's like the marketing manager, I believe, for the Sixers, he's one of the part owners. Chris Heck tweeted out a picture a few days ago. Mm-hmm. um and he he said on brand next week and the floor looks similar to the way the spectrum used to where it's got the red outline uh it's got a dark blue lane and then in the middle it says spectrum love it so that's the I believe that's going to be the city edition uh it's uh, one of the worst kept secrets in sports at this point
0: <laughs> I can't wait for the Wachovia center logos yeah right yeah <laughs> the, uh, the- Again, it, it doesn't do it justice because we're on video, but and audio. But if you can, you can. If you're not driving, you can just go over to Instagram, go on our uh, Instagram at pa underscore turnpile look at the stories, and uh, vote for me. Uh, you'll see the pictures that we're talking about. It's a gameplay shot, I believe, of Danny Green. Yeah. In the, in the jersey, and then. Yeah, it's I'll like share... a video
1: game or something. Eventually, a picture will surface. I think they're going to announce them this week anyway, because Chris Heck put hashtag next week. Or something in a picture that he posted.
0: That's a strong indication that it'll be next week. Yeah. I think my, my over under
1: my my 100s, they'll be. I'll put my money that it's next week. Let's just say it'll it. be this week coming up. Uh, right. Your number one is the Black Iverson jerseys, you said?
0: Yes, 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 yes.
1: I bit my tongue you actually had my number one on your list. Oh, really? 2017 18 City Edition jerseys where it says fill it across the front on a cream jersey.
0: Ah, the one it way. was my
1: favorite at the time because it was so different from everything they ever did. Um, so the this- City edition for what it's worth. So Nike took over NBA jerseys, I believe, in 2000. Yeah. So 16, 17, I think, was the first year. Unless No, it might have been 17, 18. Whatever. In that era, Nike took over making the jerseys from, uh, I believe, before that was Adidas, I think. Uh, When they did that, they wanted to have each team had a a statement jersey, um, some icon jersey, which most teams just had a dark jersey and a light jersey. And a white jersey, and then they had a city edition, and then they had like now earned editions. City edition is supposed to have some sort of a tie-in to the city. So, um, a couple of years ago, the Philadelphia one, which was on cream, that was supposed to be similar to the Declaration of Independence. The same thing for the Phila ones. Last year, they had the black ones with Boathouse Row on them, and then the Butler year, they had the gray ones, which were supposed to be like Rocky's um, grout fit. But the first year they did them, it was supposed to be similar to um, like the color of the Declaration of Independence. So, and I, I'm a sucker for cream jerseys. <laughs> now, did you have any honorable mentions? Um,
0: I did. It was I think it was year number five, I believe.
1: The AI rookie one,
0: I believe so. Yeah. Um,
1: I don't know if you have a picture of it, but the Syracuse Nationals jersey, which was they wore it in like the early 2000s as like an alternate. It was a throwback. Uh, it just says Nats across the front, I believe. Uh, I think uh, so. that I'll one's one to... of my, that's going to be one of my honorable mentions. And then the current white one is one of my honorable mentions as well. Yeah. I, the current ones were pretty nice too. And the the white ones from the Iverson era were also on there. Yeah. Those were pretty sick. But I... I wasn't a big fan of the ones that had the stars all over them, like the, the little sheet of stars. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think Barkley was here for that Barkley. era.
0: Yeah. Barkley was here for that one. Uh, I'm trying to see if I can find that natural quick, but yeah, it has a solid, good list, good memories. And there it is. The Nats. How'd you find it? Yeah. Alan Iverson. Yes. Yeah. Those ones. Yeah. Not bad. But yeah, not bad. Good. Uh, solid, solid pick there. All right. Now we are closing down two s- hours and a half. Finally at the wins and losses. <laughs> um, do you want to go first so I only have one for I have each.
1: One, yeah, one for each. As well. Oh, okay. I'm trying to keep it simple. My L is going to be um, a failed attempt at cancel culture. <laughs> um, anybody that saw the new Halloween movie, <laughs> Michael Myers is supposedly now a homophobic villain in, in Halloween Kills. My L goes to anybody who was trying to start this movement. This dude just kills anything with a pulse. Uh, just because he killed two homosexual men that were living in his childhood home it's not make him a homophobe. Stop it. He's not a homophobe. He's a human-phobe. I don't know. He killed 20 people, let's
0: say, in that movie, and two were, happened to be gay, and then now yeah. homophobic.
1: Yeah, he's also racist because he killed a, a black person, and he's also sexist because he's preying on women. Um, this was actually the highest body count of any of the Halloween movies.
0: Dude. I don't know how you sat there with your money being spent and watched the entire thing. Without my
1: blue light glasses. That's a huge (laughs) scream.
0: Dude, I watched it with Raquel after one of our episodes. Yeah. And we literally cringed and laughed half half the time. And then at one point... Yeah. For spoilers, I think it was like the SUV scene where the kids were on the playground. Oh,
1: yeah. That was so stupid.
0: And when we saw the ending of that, we literally laughed, looked at each other... We were maybe like inches away from our faces, laughed at each other, at this movie. It's like get the fuck out of here, and we literally just changed it to Pocahontas, <laughs> and watched Pocahontas. That's how bad that movie was.
1: Yeah, this was uh, trash. I signed up for AMC Stubbs, so we got like a discount on the popcorn, and we had an icy. So it was a, it was a nice date night. That was a cute that was a cute date night. It was fun. Yeah, we we're on the, the Scream comes out in January. That'll be fun.
0: Hopefully that's not as bad as the one that I just
1: No. This one actually looks like it'll be more uh, more similar to the 2018 Halloween because it's gonna be all this, the like the original characters coming back, like David Arquette, Nev Campbell, and uh Courtney Cox. And and this is almost full circle
0: right here, but like in the beginning of the episode, we did the mailbags of favorite Halloween costumes. That is my yeah. favorite Halloween costume. And I've never gotten a chance oh, to Oh Scream it. with the Blood? No, nah, that with the with the like a
1: like, I I was like that before. Pump. Yeah. I've
0: had that. It's cool, but it's just like all right, yeah. Just a simple mask. That alone is creepy.
1: Yeah, that was like yeah. a child. It's a good mask.
0: In. It's a great uh, uh, what you call it costume, and also for couples as well. She can be dressed up as a sexy screen girl with the fishnets and stuff. You can be just literally the regular G. Yeah, but yeah, I
1: did uh, this. I like the screen movies. They're 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 intentionally crap in some regards, but I I did enjoy them. I'm looking forward to the new one.
0: I never liked scary movie though. That was just oh stupid. really. It's just eh. It was ah, eh. no, it's not. Oh,
1: uh, like oh, uh, like yeah. I mean, the parodies. Yeah. But I'm, all right, what's your L, sir?
0: My L, sir. I teased it prior to the episode, before we recorded. I learned this maybe ten minutes prior to we hit record. I don't know what these uh these old heads are gonna do on Facebook nowadays, and you know the liberals and the Republicans and all the people that just donkey all over facebook but i learned that mark zuckerberg is changing the name of facebook to meta so you facebook nerds congratulations you are now beta in my book as you'll be on a meta platform i have no idea what this is about it looks like it's some virtual reality sims life on facebook that is now called yeah. meta
1: i actually had a co-worker try to explain this to me because he's very into like crypto and all that stuff um, I apparently meta sure. is like alternate reality or something. And Facebook just wants to be the first corporation to jump to that thing. I don't know. I, I don't understand. It. I'm not even going to try to explain it.
0: If I can find the picture, the internet is beautiful because there was like <laughs> a whole montage video of Zuckerberg explaining the whole name yeah. change and what it is. And in that Mark Zuckerberg is, I guess alternate reality room behind him. And the caption's beautiful, but behind him is a bookshelf with books Guess what is holding the books, as like you know the whatever that is, it's barbecue sauce, (laughs) and then the caption's like, "Yeah, this is what humans do: use barbecue to hold up books in a bookshelf." I thought it was funny. I don't know what's going on, but that to me is an L for that's confusing to me.
1: To the nerds, that takes an L. Whatever. Um, Yeah, now all of our aunts and uncles can get pissed off about it. How do you work this meta? It's the same thing. Like Who's Facebook? Mita? I, I didn't. I didn't. I'm not friends with Mita. Um, What's his my W? <laughs> yeah, my W is going to go out to NBA officiating for finally putting forth a rule change and then sticking to it. Um, no, no more of these BS fouls. Did you see the foul the other night on Patrick Beverly? I so, did not. I see the. So what he did? Harden. So if you saw the play, it's probably easier for you to watch it and understand it. Uh, same thing for the listeners. He he grabs a rebound. He starts running in transition. He's got a defender running behind him and he does that like bridge the back thing where he kind of bends over and the defender runs into him. Yeah. They call that an offensive foul instead of a defensive foul now. Good. Plus, you're not getting those ticky tack fouls. When I was at Sixers Nets last week, the main thing I noticed the flow of the game was so much better because they were not calling all these ticky tack fouls.
0: That's
1: good. It makes it go, the game yeah. go by quicker as well. And it's making it so much more engaging on TV. I cannot tell you how many times I'm, I'm like trying to stay up to watch like Clippers sons at 10 30. It's like 11:45 And it's like, there's eight minutes left in the third quarter. And one team's already in the bonus. I'm like, I cannot do this. <laughs> I'm, I'm just glad they're finally sticking to this. And I really, so a couple of years ago, they said they were going to start doing the thing where, you know, you're on the perimeter, you, you ball fake, the guy jumps and you jump into him. Yeah. They said they were going to stop calling that. They did not. It seems like they're going to stop calling it pretty soon.
0: So, Seth Kurt no Seth, Steph and Harden are yeah. notorious for that.
1: Yeah. Lillard is now averaging under 20 points because of it. So he's not getting to the line as much. Jesus. And I think also to a point, Trey Young as well. He's not yeah. getting as much. Trey Young got well. fined, I'm pretty sure, for contacting an official because he was pissed off about a, a no call. Surprised so he didn't get suspended. He would throw the ball at the official at some points.
0: Yeah. Um, My W is a nice, heartwarming one. We touched on it. I think a couple weeks ago.
1: We both forgot about it. Yeah. A
0: forever win in our books. Uh, If you didn't see it, uh, Vin Diesel is my W because he walked late Paul Walker's daughter down the aisle on her wedding day. Forever for the
1: family. Vin Diesel.
0: It was a touching moment. I liked it. Uh, your thoughts, Rob? Like, I, I, that was just beautiful. Yeah.
1: I'm not really a fan of the Fast and Furious movies, but I thought that was like a really, oh really goodness. cool gesture. We went through an entire episode, and I didn't get
0: pissed off in the Hero am. What? Well, there you go. I've only seen one of them. Tell me it was Tokyo
1: Drift, at least. It was Tokyo Drift. Thank God. All right. Salvaged. Salvaged. <laughs> Is that a good one?
0: Yeah. I thought you were going to say, uh, oh, Fast and Furious 9. I'm like, get out.
1: Nah. No. Well, maybe soon we can do a top 20 list, and it'll be all the Fast and Furious movies. Out of 10 of them, yeah. <laughs> well, it, it, it'll be 20 before we know it. They're just going to keep profiting off this stupid franchise. Nothing they're doing 10 and they're done.
0: But hey. That's what right. they all say.
1: Yeah, that's what they all say. Whatever.
0: Uh, Harry Potter um, just coming out with a new b- movie.
1: Of course they did. Anything to watch this weekend before we wrap it up?
0: Uh, these Sixers games. See, that's going to be very, real telling, like you said earlier, of who's the defender, the primary defender, and are they going to make any moves? Because yeah. this is do or die for the season already. Early as it is. Doc on the hot seat. Everyone on that team is expendable at this point. Like yeah. Um
1: I'm gonna go with Flyers and Flames tomorrow night. The Flyers have already beaten the Oilers and the Canucks on this uh this Canadian trip. So every year they do this trip where they go through Western Canada aside from last year with the bubble. Uh where well the Canada was only playing against Canada. But um no, I'm serious. They had a yeah, Canadian division. Um yeah, yeah, but um so they always do this western little swing. They beat Edmonton and they beat Vancouver. Tomorrow they play the Flames. See what happens there. And then I believe on Tuesday they play, yep, Tuesday they play the Coyotes here. So I'm excited to watch the Flyers again. It's fun having a team in town that you can get excited about. I'm excited about the Sixers, don't get me wrong. But you know, I'm I'm slowly but surely getting really back into hockey. So Flyers Flames.
0: Yeah. Um, and what do you
1: think of, um, so they went to Martin Jones the other night instead of Carter Hart. Um, and Jonesy held him. So in hockey, you got to give everybody a nickname with, uh, with, uh, with an Y at the end. Yeah. So, uh, Jonesy started instead of Hartsy. And, um,
0: Ronick is Ronicky.
1: Rony. uh, Rony. but they went to the backup goalie the other night, got two points and a win against Vancouver. And the flyers social media team is better than ever. They tweeted a picture of a whale getting (laughs) stabbed and said, W, (laughs) Free (laughs) Willie. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man, I love it. I'm looking for a college football game to watch. I believe Ohio State plays Penn State this weekend, so
0: that'll be nice. And if you want to make some money, uh, take the the spread on Alabama.
1: And uh, Fireman Joe says to take the under in every Big Ten game, so there you go.
0: Fireman Joe doing the Lord's work out here. And
1: Um, since we won't talk to you by the time it airs Monday night, if you want to just text to the number two, 21523. Just text the word Aman, Iman, I M A N. We got to keep Iman Schumpert on Dancing with the Stars.
0: <laughs> Will do. Thank Will you. A friend of the show, Iman Schumpert.
1: Yes. Good for him. He's actually doing pretty well. Good for him. He got a perfect score on Monday. Really? Is that right? Yeah. Uh, well, it, not really, but it was one of the first ones of this Yeah, It's probably like the fifth or sixth perfect score of the season. First for him. Yeah. Athletes tend to do well in that show, but nobody really expected him to do well. He's got the same partner as um as Nellie had last season. So they they I just had... they, they this poor girl, they just keep giving her all the people that have no experience. Oh, damn. Well she's you know, making something out of nothing. Yeah. Dude. Uh it's actually pretty entertaining. You wouldn't think it's a show I would watch, but it's actually not bad.
0: Yeah, I mean I thought I sit there and watch it alone. But oh
1: throw it on. Just do it.
0: Oh I, well, I don't have cable, so
1: uh, it's on ABC. I don't have anything. Ah, uh, that's fine. I <laughs> have
0: YouTube fair um, well Rob this is a fun loosey goosey Friday went Unreal. a little bit long we went a little bit more serious that but... makes
1: up for us actually being strict the last two
0: I think Wednesday is going to be our loosey gooseys because you're staying up and I'm coming home from work late yeah
1: Thursdays we're both off so we have enough time to make a long one yeah and then the Wednesdays we'll just we'll try to keep that pretty short yeah
0: for sure hopefully uh, we won't stop at 14
1: we won't. <laughs> I got a Ryan Howard Iron Pigs bobblehead that is nodding away, saying this is a good episode. Right, Ryan? And I have a
0: small bottle of Cholula hot sauce ready to be dabbed on anything after this All episode. All right. All right, guys. This has been fun. We'll see you next week. Stay frosty. Trust the podcast. Trust the podcast.